10 o'clock. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call 5670560 toll free for Dave and Broward. Oh my God. Or 560 on your cell phone. Unbelievable. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio. 560 QAM. If I'm going to suck on something, it's not going to be an oyster. All right. I'm seething like a white Christian. <laughs> a patch of juice and gay homo. How I'd love to. Very close rides, killing fairies who don't know the Bible like I know. Boy! I'm seated like a white Christian. And how we all must think and act alike and not to think whenever it's appropriate. Yeah, wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody in the world was white and Christian and looked the same and said the same things? Boring? I don't think so. No, to me, that would be paradise and the Republican way. I like a white Christian. All right. And how we all must think alike. All the gays, black and Vietnam, must die. Okay. Until everybody's Christian and what? What? Ten oh two at five sixty WQM. I guess some of those white Christians are in mourning in Dade County today because the uh, Dade uh, County Commission yesterday banned discrimination against homosexuals. How do you like that? Huh? Oh! Although the uh, old uh, spicks on there, they of course did their best. It was seven to six. It was nip and tuck, if I can say that. The old Julios on there doing their best. Medicon, 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 medicon. You're gonna. Uh, and of course, we know they're all gonna burn in hell. They're gonna be on that lake of fire. All the old Julios who voted no yesterday are going down that lake of fire. Am I right? Uh -huh. You bet. So, uh, boy, where do we start today? I've got so much on my plate today that I need the four forks and ten spoons. Yeah, sure was interesting hearing the booster this morning, which I enjoy him very much, except for the fact there was only one thing, and that is all you young whippersnappers on the air on this station, don't start, don't start sharing your expertise with us on stuff that happened before you were born, because I'm driving to work this morning, and Defoe's talking about Red Barber, which I agree with Defoe on that, highly overrated. I mean, really coma-inducing, you know, the redhead. But, uh, and, and here's Boob, who wasn't even born when uh, Red Barber was doing broadcast. Well, I've heard enough tape, and bada beep, bada boop, bada, yeah, right. Okay, whatever you say, Boob. Just stick to stuff that you know, whatever that is. Stick to stuff you know. But uh, Red Barber, coma-inducing. Never stole a freight train, and guess what? He's dead. Oh, by the way, I hate to break the news to Greg Kotek. I, do I dare say this on the air? Because I know he's a closet listener. I did peruse your silly column this morning about Joe DiMaggio. And, and by the way, why do we have... Everybody and their brother in this town writing columns about Joe DiMaggio. Am I missing something here? Uh -huh. I must be. 
I mean, yes, he was a great baseball player, and he's kind of like part of the, you know, Simon and Garfunkel made him famous in a song, and uh, Marilyn Monroe made him famous, even with his ugly nose. But uh, I hate to break the news to you, Greg, but guess what? Everybody dies. Where's that column? I mean, just unbelievably stupid, the stuff that gets written in this town. One moment, please. Here it is. Here it is. Joe D's dignity still healthy. And there's a line in here that is so sensational. Oh, here we go. The boundaries of baseball and sport cannot seem to hold this name. Joe DiMaggio is one of those icons of a generation whose disappearing name seems somehow to speak of Americana itself. Frank Sinatra and Roy Rogers left us this year. Ronald Reagan and Bob Hope are fading from us. You mean they're going to die? No. They're, they're actually going to die someday? And Roy Rogers died? <laughs> oh, God, Greg, when are you going to grow up, huh? You little putz, you silly little putwhacker, you. Greg Kotex, man, no strings attached. What a jackass. Yeah, they're fading from us. Well, I hate to break the news to you, but you know something, Greg? Here's even better news for you. That is, even like ordinary uh, non-celebrities, they die too. That's the good news. Oh! Let's hear it. That's right, just uh, ordinary mortal people that nobody ever heard of, just schleppers on the street corner, your next-door neighbor, the guy down the street, the guy ten blocks up the yard. <clears throat> They're all going to die someday, too. So it's not like something special that God has saved for Bob Hope or uh, whoever else he mentioned in there. Boy, oh, boy, talk about juvenile crap. And speaking of juvenile crap, by the way, thanks to my good friend Eddie Kaplan. Oh! Great guy, always helps us out with our Center One campaign. Got a nice fat check from Eddie in the mail yesterday. Thank you, sir. You're a great American. Always come through for us. See, I told you these people around here would come through. We just have to uh, prod them a little bit. By the way, don't forget, Shell's this Saturday in Pembroke Pines. That's on Pines Boulevard between 5 and 7 p.m. We'll be there signing those stupid picture cards. And most importantly, with our best of needle merchandise, CDs and cassettes and T-shirts, etc. So anyway, getting back to juvenile people, here's Dave Hyde. And I, and I knew it. I heard Hank going on at great length yesterday, and rightfully so, about this whole thing with the Major League All-Star game. It's just an attempt by Major League Baseball to pitch in there to help... Help all these forces to try to coerce this town into coming up with public money again to build them a big stadium. Because that's what they want. More and more big stadiums, more and more big arenas. It just never ends. So the, so here it is the very next day, right on the heels of this, because I, I knew that all these geniuses in this town who are so easily manipulated like a bunch of puppets, right off the bat they're going to come up with all kind of creative ways. Barry Jackass and Michael Mayo, and now here's David Hyde. He's the first one out of the starting gate. Oh, and by the way, speaking out of the starting gate, that poor uh, jockey, did you see that 4,000 times? Linda, what, I can't think of what her name is. Got injured seriously at Calder yesterday. Horse clipped heels in a backstretch, went down like a ton of bricks, and she went flying too, got seriously injured. But they showed that. I, I got Channel 7 News on by default this morning, and I'm reading the papers. It's like in the background. And they're showing that thing over and over. You know, I hate to break the news to you, you grave robbers there in the media. After the first 600 times, we kind of got the message, okay? It was a nasty spill, and she got seriously injured. And we're hoping for the best for her, et cetera. But uh, we don't need to see it anymore. Just, just absolutely preying on human misery and misfortune. That's the media for you. That's the TV people especially. Every time there's a crash, every time a, 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 the, when the space shuttle went up, how many trillion times did we have to see that? Every time there's a plane crash and we've got footage of it, no matter what the hell it is, over and over and over again. Thank God that they don't desensitize the public to violence anyway. Thank God for that. <laughs> so 
So Dave Hyde starts out one of these stupid columns where he's got all these different, these are his wishes for the future, his 98 swish list. Number one, of course, that Nicky Harrison and John Henry work together to plan a baseball stadium. And here's Dave Hyde, got all these ideas about, oh, it would be here in downtown Miami, and yada, 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 and uh, what it could do for Miami's downtown, what it did in Cleveland and Baltimore. <laughs> i got news for you. Even an H-bomb isn't going to do for Miami's downtown. Nobody is going downtown. I hate to break the news to you. Even Petula Clark, she ain't going downtown. Not in Miami, Dave. Hate to break the news, sweetheart. It ain't going to happen. You're dreaming. You're in, a, you're in la-la land. You're a jackass. And to prove that Dave Hyde's a jackass, later on in the column, under one of his wishes, number three. This is especially after last night's blowjob. Even Monica Lewinsky never was involved in a blowjob like the Panther game in New York last night. Here Dave Hyde writes, Terry Murray gets a break. As opposed to last year, the Panthers' new coach has bench players needing benching. Right, like Ray Whitney and Dave Gagne, right? He has reinstilled a defensive system. A defensive system on a team with no defense and no goaltending? He needs some players to get healthy and his team to get some momentum, says Dave Hyde. Right on the day that the team blows a lead in the, with less than a second to go, six-tenths of a second to go, in a game where the goaltender was a human sieve, Sean Burke, won't see him again too much anytime soon. And a game where defense was non-existent, man. The only fence was like maybe around a building somewhere, maybe in the back by the parking lot. That was defense as Darnell might say. I mean, just, uh, they're the, these writers in this town, you write crap, you write caca. It's not just Barry Jackass, it's the whole bunch of them. You're a bunch of bushly goofballs, okay? Greg Kotek suddenly decided, discovered that people die, even famous people, even famous jocks like Joe DiMaggio might actually die someday. Even Ronald Reagan, the Gipper, might die one day. Of course, he was a jock, too, uh, 400 years ago. And now we got David Hyde, who's got all kinds of creative ways because we need a new stadium. I'm going to, in a second, I'm going to read you the uh, attendance figures from last night's hockey games, including in a couple of brand new arenas that were built at great expense. Ten minutes after ten at 560 WQAM. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, my God. It's been a few years since Bruce Springsteen has released a CD. But now he's going back into the archives to find the songs that he once recorded as a child. With a mic-mac, paddywhack, you're all alone. Whoa, whoa. Mary had a little lamb. It's place was well alone. Up the magic dragon. Whoa, whoa, Warning, do not let young children listen to this tape. Hooked on phonics strictly prohibits it. A, B, C, D, E, F. Whoa, 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 oh, oh, oh. Yeah, whatever comes after that. Okay, 1015 at 560 WQM. So, like I told you, and you got the warning from Hank yesterday, and it's in the papers again here today, and you're going to be hearing a lot about it. This is all a ruse. This is all a big cover-up to try once again to put the uh, squeeze on this town for somebody to come up with the money somewhere. Of course, public money is going to have to be part of it. You people are going to have to dish it out whether you like it or not if this thing should pass, if they should somehow squeeze it through to build another stadium because like I've been telling you for months now, that's what's important in life in America. More and more stadiums, more and more arenas, more skyboxes, more luxury suites, more club seats, etc. and so on so that owners can make a lot of money so they can pay assholes, illiterate jocks, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, like Albert Bell, like the troublemaking Albert Bell, who signs for $13 million a year, five years, $65 million yesterday. So anyway, let's take a look and see what's happening in these new facilities. Let's take, for example, the National Hockey League. 
I just happen to have here in front of me the uh, five-game box scores from the games played last night. Of course, in the garden in Madison Square Garden, which they sell out every game, and they will for the next 100 years, 18,200, that's capacity, because the Rangers have got a long-standing, being one of the original six teams, and they packed that joint. Even though the Islanders will play just a few miles away on Nassau and Long Island, they uh, play before half half-empty crowds. And even if they had a new arena, they'd still play in front of half-empty crowds because they got a crappy team. Here's the Boston Bruins in the Fleet Enema Center, okay? Capacity, 17,565. Attendance last night for Vancouver, 14,207, okay? 3,500 empty seats, 3,400, whatever the hell it comes out to. In fact, that's unsold seats. If you look at the uh, game on television and you see all those yellow seats disguised as spectators or the other way around, then you realize that actually the number of people that showed up is a lot less than that. Every home game in the Fleet Center, which uh, was spent a lot of money to build that damn thing, Although I think they did that with private funds, didn't they? I do believe. Here are uh, New Jersey and Washington. Washington Caps playing in that brand new building. 19,740 is the uh, capacity they played the uh, the Devils in front of 12,297. At least that's tickets sold. 7,500 unsold tickets for that game in Washington, D.C. last night. The Caps, where they left the R out. Ducks and the Penguins, that's the game we watched most of last night. I'll confess you didn't watch uh, that much of the Panther game because, quite frankly, every time I turned it on, it looked like a coma, coma-inducing, even with all the goals that were scored, but I did see the unfortunate ending. But nevertheless, uh, in Pittsburgh, where they have all those financial problems, where they've got exciting players like Yarmar Yager and Marty Straka and Stu Barnes and uh, Germán Titoff, et cetera, and so on, and a whole bunch of others, uh, capacity in the uh, Civic Arena and the uh, Igloo is 16,950-something. And 11,314 was the announced crowd last night. It was slim and grim. There were chunks of empty seats. You could, in fact, there were chunks. <laughs> the ownership was coughing up chunks, looking around, waiting to see the spectators who didn't show up. So it sounds like 5,600 at least unsold tickets, and lots of people who did buy tickets or season ticket holders didn't bother showing up either. Now, I'll grant you the uh, Igloo is not a brand-new building, and they're talking there. They need a new building, but there's nothing wrong with it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that place. And Ottawa in Nashville with their brand-new building, an expansion team that's off to a very, very good start for an expansion franchise. Nevertheless, 17,298 is capacity at Nashville. They have 13,902, which is uh, they're about 3,500 unsold tickets and probably many more empty seats, even though their expansion team is playing very, very well. And the reason I read you those figures is because this myth, this bullcrap, this garbage that they keep peddling to us, see, we've been very lucky so far. This is a real oddity here because, uh, you know, the, the location of the Macarena is such. It's in a perfect location, which I've been telling you for a long time. Downtown Miami is not where people want to go, Dave Hyde. I hate to break the news to you. We don't want to go back to downtown Miami, do we? No. No, absolutely, positively not. For baseball, for uh, uh, hockey, for shopping, for getting mugged, for anything else, do we want to go back to downtown Miami? No. No. And I hate to break the news to you. This isn't Cleveland and it's not Baltimore, both of which have decades, decades and decades and decades, long baseball histories, even though they both went through horrendous times and long droughts as far as attendance before they built the new stadiums. But nevertheless, they're long-established franchises, unlike the Florida Marlins, which uh, quite frankly had that one big year that Wayne bought. And other than that, uh, forget about it. There is no passion here for it. Absolutely, positively none. But you just watch now. In the days to come, there are going to be 8 million articles written, and now they're going to put the big squeeze on, and John Henry's going to ride in his horse out of the uh, wilderness, just like Roy Rogers, if he could. And he's going to be giving you a big song and a dance about, oh, we've got to have the new stadium. See, we just they pulled the All-Star game, they yanked it on us, and look at all the revenue we're going to lose in town, and we got this poor, crappy PP Park. You know, I remember not too many years ago, 
my good friend Bill Calder and I, we used to go out to Calder Racer track, and we'd be up there on the uh, uh, sixth floor, and you could you could watch as they were building PP Park. I remember the days when there was no PP Park. Yes, Virginia, there was a time when there was no PP Park when it used to be Joe Robbie Stadium, and even before that, it wasn't built yet. How do you like that? When it used to be just a big open tract of land opened by, uh, owned by the Morton brothers over there, and there was nothing there. And now there's this stadium, which has been there for all of 11 years, I do believe, is the number of years it's been there. And that's not good enough. Nothing is ever good enough. Because we have to have more and more new stadiums, even though we can't fill up the facilities that we already have. And you certainly can't say they can't fill up PP Park because it's in a bad location. It's in a perfect location. It's right at the Dade Broward line. It's right up. You drive off the turnpike, you drive right in. It's got its own entrance off the turnpike. Who ever heard of such a thing? So they've made it so convenient, they practically uh, grab you by the ass out of your living room and carry you into the ballpark to make it so easy to get there. And they still uh, aren't, you know, and granted, with the crap team they had last year, losing 108 games, they still, uh, you know, they were averaging about 20,000 people a game, which is pretty damn good considering what a crap team it was and considering the fact there's no passion for it here. But this notion that we have to have another baseball stadium here, that that's going to solve, the, that's going to be the panacea for the problems of downtown Miami. You know something? I bet you if we have a, a new baseball stadium, there'll never be another fixed election in Dade County. <laughs> don't, don't you believe that? Come on. Build it, and there'll never, that'll solve all the problems of this town. There will never be another election. There won't be any more rigged absentee ballots. There won't be any more dead people voting. There won't be any more Xavier Suarez running around like a madman in heat. That's right. If we just build a goddamn stadium, Dave Hyde, you and your sports cronies there, these so-called sports writers we got in this town, a plague on your house, mister. You don't know your ass from your armpit. You don't know your ass from my elbow. You don't know your ass from Wayne's bald spot, okay? You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, we're going to renovate downtown. I've been hearing this. How many years have we been hearing that? All those grave robbers over at the Herald there, Tony Ritter in that crowd, before, before they bailed out Knight Ritter and they all went to Silicon Valley there to seek their fame and fortune. But in the meantime, he was there conspiring with Mickey Arison to pull that deal, to pull the wool over everybody's eyes on that bullcrap for the American Airlines arena. Of just a handful of blocks away from an arena that nobody wanted to go to in the first place, that white elephant over there that's sitting there, which quite frankly there's not much wrong with the building except it's too small. It's just in a place nobody wants to go to. People don't want to go to places. For example, they build in Washington. They build a new brand new arena. Where do they build it downtown? Is anybody going there? No, of course not. They're playing with six and seven and eight and nine thousand empty seats almost every game. Forget about the fact their team sucks, which they do. That's a separate issue. But they can't fill that place for love or money because people don't want to go into areas where it's dangerous. They don't want to go where they have to risk their lives to pay a tremendous amount of money to see a very mediocre, uh, bo half-boiled uh, sporting event. Half-assed. And then go in there and pay like a through the nose for uh, a lousy uh, watery beer or watery soda uh, without a lid on a goddamn cup. People aren't, you know, it's just a question of how much do you want to be raped. That's what the question is. Can I just change the subject for one moment here? Uh-huh. Because I find, I, see, and I do this with great reluctance. No, I do it because I'm, I'm going to screw myself by putting this on the air. I'm always trying to help people out. I know a lot of people are out there in the Atkins diet and other diets. And if you're on a diet that makes sense, I mean, if you're on the low-fat crap, I mean, forget it. You're going to be fat as a cow the rest of your life. Forget about low-fat because it doesn't work. It's, it's, it's a con. It's a bigger con than the stadium bull crap. 
Life is full of con jobs and blow jobs, and unfortunately, here's another con job for you, low-fat diets. They don't work. They're a scam. The whole, the whole concept behind them is totally fallacious. Oh, did he say fallacio? There you go again, more blow jobs. But I discovered something by accident yesterday as I was perusing in the supermarket. In, the fro in fact, I was looking for uh, frozen vegetables, actually, not frozen anything else. And I looked just to the right where the frozen vegetables were in this particular store, which is not where I usually shop, but nevertheless. And I see Tyson seasoned beef strips. And I look on the box, and it looks uh, pretty interesting. Because when you're on the one of the main problem in the Atkins diet is it's boring. What can you eat? I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? What can I eat besides hamburgers all the goddamn time and hot dogs? How many weenies can you stuff in your puss? You know what I'm talking about? If I'm going to suck on something, it's not going to be an oyster. That's what I'm saying. So how many of the same things can you keep popping in your puss before you need to get a little bit of variety, for Christ's sake? So I look at this thing. I pick up the box out of the uh, freezer compartment. I look on the back. Servings per container. Always when you buy this frozen stuff, beware or any of the stuff, servings per container, because you look in the carbohydrate total, maybe a little bit on the low side, and then they put on, oh, well, there's 82 servings in this container, and you find out you've got the 250 uh, grams of carbs. Servings per container, three. Total carbohydrate, one. One gram per serving. So there's three grams of carbs in the entire box. So I take this thing home last night. You pop it in your microwave for four minutes, and it is outstanding. I, I'm sure I'll never see another one. I'll never see another box of it because now all these assholes are going to go out there to their store. They're going to be knocking the door down. Tyson seasoned beef strips. I'm telling you, they're juicy. They're delicious. They're seasoned. They're tasty. And you look on the ingredients on the back, and they do have things like uh, corn syrup solids and uh, fructose corn syrup, but they're way down the list. And the fact that it's only got one gram of carbs per serving, I mean, there's nothing in there. Nothing bad in there. Perfect for the Atkins. Just exactly the kind of thing you want. And of course, you can be a little bit creative, and you can take, like I did, some of that uh, gr grated cheese. You know what I'm talking about? That melt, that uh, that craft cheese in the uh, in the uh, sack, and you drop that on there. Then you pop it in your microwave, and it all kind of melts together. Oh my God! Well, first, what you do is you heat this up for the four minutes, of course. Then you put your cheese on there, put it in for another 45 seconds, and it is just outstanding. It was sensational. It was a beautiful thing. So I'm telling you, if you're on the Atkins, and then maybe there's some other stuff that I haven't discovered yet, but that's the problem with me and the Atkins. It's boring. It's boring. It's terminal. It's ponderous. And, yes, even steak and lobster and hamburgers get really old and tired after a while. You want some, in addition to which, you, you can't sit down and make a steak every, uh, every time you want a meal, you know? You can't run out of the house and run to Ruth Chris every time you want a meal. But if you have stuff like this in the house, you pop it in the microwave in four minutes, and you've got something, and there's a lot of stuff in here, by the way. What's the weight on this? Nine ounces. And for whatever reason, I mean, it seems like a lot more because it's cut into small strips and you just keep popping them in your puss and it is delicious. So there you go, as Neil uh, saves your life again. 1026 at 560 WQAM. Where do you find Joe Rose, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein? The first team, right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. That son of a bitch is huge. Two round trip tickets to Vegas. $427. One hotel room in jacuzzi. $270. One eight ball of cocaine. $200. Two teenage prostitutes. $400. Hello, Joe. We love you a long time. The look on my kid's face when he wakes up with a dead hooker on his lap? Priceless. Daddy! There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's MasterCard. 1031 at 560 WQAM. 
So anyway, getting back to an abortion, a game last night in New York, I mean, I, I will confess that we watched most of the uh, Penguins game against the Ducks, which turned out to be a great game. How about that Marty Straka, by the way? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Sorry. But uh, that Panther thing, that abortion last night there, again, a uh, fraction of a second left. I mean, late, late in the regulation, Robert Svela, who's just a nightmare, who Clark Spencer writes up with glowing. I mean, it's big. We turned the corner with the turning point of the season, the turning point of Robert Svela, because he actually hit somebody in the Buffalo game Saturday. And I'm sitting here, and I, I thank God I said it yesterday, before the game last night. This man's writing more bullcrap in your newspaper once again. Another puff piece. Another puff piece as, as the organization manipulates the newspapers to brainwash the, the public by telling them what to put in there. That, it's just that old black magic again. Oh, I'm sorry, we're back to Peter Worrell again. It's that old media spin once again. And here's a stupid, selfish, idiotic penalty. We've got the power play. Tikkanen gets a bogus penalty. Uh, Jovanovski falls down like a freight train. The referee gets sucked into that with a minute 45 to go. You've got the lead 4-3. to three. And uh, going to be on the power play, the rest of regulation, barring some stupid unforeseen episode, like Svela getting a dumb idiotic penalty with 18 seconds left as he's trying to pinch in on offense. What, like we need another goal there, or head 4-3 to three with 18 seconds left. Do we need another goal? No. No, we just need to keep control in their end and get back on defense is what we need. Here Svela gets a stupid penalty. He's in the penalty box. So now they're playing even strength. The Rangers pull out Richter, and now we get... Uh, yeah, it just you could just see it unfolding with your with uh, even if you were blind you could see it coming. As you're watching the little clock in the corner of the screen and counting down towards zero, and you're watching uh, Sean Burke totally off to the left side as the guy on the right points got the puck winds up with a shot it deflects over to Brian Leach and here's Burke like in slow mo trying to get back and cover the wide open net. Does he get back? No. Does the puck go into the net? Uh -huh. Six tenths of a second left. Did they blow the lead? Uh -huh. And at that point, you're saying to yourself, this game is going to overtime now, and I know that the Rangers are going to win this game. Did we know for sure? Uh -huh. No question about it. Adam Graves takes a shot from the top of the circle. Another greasy goal. How many greasy goals has uh, Sean Burke let in the last two games? Five in that Boston game up there. And let's see, out of five last night, I would say uh, maybe three, three or four. Eight or nine greasy goals in two games doesn't make a National Hockey League goaltender. I hate to break the news to you, okay? that they were peddling us a song and a dance about Sean Burke and Captain Kirk. Maybe Captain Kirk so far so good with him, but that ain't going to last too long. So here's a team with no defense, with no goaltending, with no power play. But other than that, uh, Dave Hyde says Terry Murray uh, deserves, uh, the team needs to get some momentum, get some of the uh, injured guys back. Right, there you go. That's going to solve the problem, Dave. Another hockey expert in this town, oh! David Hyde, as in uh, Jekyll Land. Guys just write a lot of stuff. They take up a lot of column space. They have no idea what they're writing about, the fans. And this is one of the reasons that the people in this town can't discuss that topic is because uh, they have, where are they going to get any information that means anything? They're going to read this sputum that's written in the newspapers by David J. Schvo, by Michael Russo, by David Hyde, and Clark Spencer when he's not writing horse racing as a hockey writer now, and whoever else they got writing it every once in a while. Guys who uh, couldn't get arrested at a panty rate, I mean, they have no idea what they're writing about as opposed to like a real market where you go in, you get the sports pages, and it's a machaya. You sit down, you can kill hours on a plane reading a real newspaper. Like that. Like I said yesterday, reading that Dallas paper, or the, the uh, sports section, four solid pages of hockey coverage, not just on the Dallas Stars, but the whole league and stuff that's really going on, including opinions and analyzation, and people are really know what they were talking about. 
get to Toronto Sun, you can sit on the whole trip, two hours and 40 minutes from Toronto back to Miami, you can sit there reading the Toronto Sun and still not finish, including about 30 pages in the sports section. Get a newspaper here, you might as well wipe your ass with it, because that, uh, you know, although the, uh, the print does uh, rub off real easy, so be careful where you stick it. But that's about all these newspapers are good for, is to wipe your rectum with, and that's about it. Because you got little league guys writing little league uh, silly columns that have no idea what they are writing about, and then they just get manipulated by the organizations and put in there whatever they tell them to put in the paper. What kind of crap is that? That column yesterday, that Robert Spala column by Clark Spencer in your Miami Herald, was one of the dumbest, most irresponsible, idiotic pieces of turd I have ever seen in a major market newspaper in my life. And you saw the evidence of it last night. It was right there in front of your face. Even Ray Charles could see it. Welcome to Miami, boys and girls. A real, real Bush League town, but we need a new stadium. Oh, yeah. We need a new stadium like we need, we need community hemorrhoids, okay? That's how badly we need a new stadium. Like we need everybody in town to pop a roid at the same time. At the count of two, oh. let's do it, okay? One, two. Thank you. Everybody just popped a big oozing purple roid at the count of two in this town, a community roid. Now that we've done that, now we can work on the stadium. Okay, Dave Hyde, you jackass, you idiot, you simpleton, you. See, these sports writers, it's a self-fulfilling thing with them because, you know, not that they're selfish or anything like that. <laughs> but, I mean, they're, they're sports writers. They make their living. This is their livelihood is to cover supposedly Major League Sports or whatever kind of sports we got here. And if we start losing Major League Sports, then they really realize what Bush Leaguers they are. Because then they're writing about silly stuff like uh, college sports <laughs> and high school sports, stuff like that. So there you go. Let's have that new stadium. Let's uh, extricate some money from everybody's wallet. And speaking of extricating money, by the way, police raid six casino boats because in Florida, we're not only putting people that have got two uh, pot plants in the backyard in jail for 30 years, but now good old Bobby Butterworth and uh, Ken Jenny are at it again. Florida Attorney General Bob Butterworth and Broward County Sheriff Ken Jenny dressed in dark suits posed for the cameras in Hollywood as the Sun Cruise 6 boat was unloaded last night. BSO deputies working through the night removed 212 slot machines and about 30 blackjack tables. Oh, all right! Because they said they weren't giving the, uh, the uh, customers a fair shake. And, of course, more, more important than that, they were gambling within the three-mile limit. Oh, my God. How do you like that? And how many years have I been screaming about that? It, it's okay. God will say it's okay because that's the law. You go three miles offshore, you can plunge your brains out, you can gamble on anything that moves. But if you're within that three-mile limit, baby, you're going straight to jail. You're going to hell. You're going to burn on that lake of fire. And having just come back from Las Vegas, where everybody was having a good time, even though they were losing their ass like me, and I sit here and I look at this crap again in South Florida, where they're raiding and shutting down the cruise boats because people haven't reached the three miles out there in the middle of nowhere to gamble and they're removing slot machines and blackjack tables, i got to say to myself, this is a backwater goddamn place is what it is. This state will never enter the 20th century. The rest of the country, the rest of the world is ready to enter the 21st century. And this town, this state will never enter, never get close to the 20th century. We are locked, we're frozen in time. In the dark ages here with a bunch of Neanderthals, a bunch of goody-two-shoes, like that jackass Bobby Butterworth 
who's always been a jackass, and evidently Ken Jennings trying to uh, outdo him one. There, well, that's the law you want to have. Well, there's a million goddamn laws, okay? There's a million laws, and there's a million stupid laws, and that's one of them. If it's immoral and illegal and horrendous and uh, terrible to be gambling, then it shouldn't be legal to do it anywhere, okay? I didn't see one person in Vegas who was sitting there crying, gnashing their teeth. Why am I here? They've dragged me in here. I can't get out. I didn't hear anybody doing that. Everybody's running around. They're having a good time. They've got smiles on their face. They're laughing. They're puking. They're screaming. They're yelling. Whatever they're doing, having a good time. Can't do that here because this is Florida, baby. It's illegal. The old people don't want you to have a good time, and certainly the goddamn uh, the Nazis that run this state, they don't want to have a good time. 20 before, am I getting through to you? 20 before 11 at 560 WQM. So you fudge packing? All right. The sign I used to say to Robbie went dark. And now they're calling it Pro Player Park. On through to the loom. Said it's time for a change. Oh, the new rules are you have to show up in your underwear. And no one ugly is allowed in there. So you'll have lots of fun. game and we can get the whatever the hell uh, goes on in there okay and a whole bunch of stupid bowl games that nobody ever heard of before that's what we need in this town that'll straighten it out right okay here's uh, jeff what is it weinster weinster with a t here's jeff from channel 10 hello hi neil how are you okay what's your last name jeff weinster well how come oh i see with an i-e-r well my eyes are getting bad i'm getting old you know Gus and his boys just uh, wrapped up a little press conference out here at Martha's. Yeah. And they are going to sail tonight. They're bringing a ship down from Palm Beach. The Sun Cruise 7 will be leaving at 7.30 tonight. The Sun oh, Cruise... my gosh. Yeah. The Sun Cruise 6 may have no machines, but they're bringing down another boat. And Gus says he's sailing tonight from Martha's, 7.30. All right. All right. Excellent. That'll teach that Bobby Butterworth and Ken Jenny to waste their time, and ours, too. You got it. Uh, 11.30 tomorrow, they have an emergency hearing in court, and they're hoping to get all their spot machines back in, in Sun Cruise 6. Thank God. Thank God for uh, something. Just wanted to give you the update, Neil. Thanks, Jeff, and tell Diane Magnum that piece really sucked. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Okay. 
So there you go. There's the good news. Uh, they're not going to take it sitting down. Good old Gus there from uh, Sun Cruise with that Greek last name. What's his last name, George? I got it here somewhere. Not really, huh? He's some Greek guy, you know, probably related to a Boca Brian's girlfriend. But at any rate, they're going to uh, keep sticking them out there. And this baloney, you know, people want to gamble, okay? I hate to break the news to you. And especially on this radio station, should it be any kind of a surprise <laughs> that there are people like to gamble? What the hell's wrong with you people up there in Tallahassee? And what's wrong with you, Ken Jenny? Are you all these people? They get elected to office, and right away they decide that they're going to be dictators. They're going to be the moral dictators for everybody. That, that's not why people elect them to office. You elect a sheriff to office because you want somebody who's going to help make the county safer, not because you want them out there raiding goddamn cruise ships, confiscating slot machines. I'm going to tell you something right now. If you live in Florida, the one thing that you learned, forget about the devil, forget about pur purgatory, forget about the lake of fire. The one evil thing that exists in the world is slot machines. Oh! That's right. There is nothing worse. And I'll never, as long as I live, forget that asinine editorial. I think it was in a Herald. It could have been the Scum Sentinel because they're both the same. The last time we had casino gambling on a ballot in this godforsaken state, and they, uh, I, I, I can remember it almost verbatim. I almost peed in my pants when I read this editorial about how the paramutuals extract the money from you gingerly, whereas the casinos, they just suck the money out of your wallet. The paramutuals, you know, I'm sitting there losing my ass at Pompano Park Monday night. And granted, not, not, you know, the same volume of money I would lose in Vegas or did lose, but nevertheless, that's my choice. There's certainly no limit on how much you can plunge at the track. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, but this is great because they're extracting it from me lightly. I'm only losing like 15, 20, 30 bucks a race, you know? They're extracting it from me lightly. It's like lightly killed. It's that same philosophy. Whereas in Vegas, they hit you over the headline and uh, before you know it, you're out two grand. They practically rape you. They steal it out of your pocket, don't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, they force you to gamble. They stand here at gunpoint. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, they, they, these yokels that write these newspapers and that run this state, you're in a goddamn stone age. You're in the dark ages. I'll tell you what we need in this goddamn town. We need to have the, for this banned government and let the mob take over this state, okay? Like they used to years ago, back in the 40s. Let the goddamn mob take over. Let's go over there on Golden Beach in Hallandale, if there's still any of them left over there, and let's recruit some mobsters, and let's put them in office, okay? We'll have gambling. We'll have cat houses. We'll have fun for everybody. And I'll guarantee you there won't be any crime on the streets. You got any crack dealers want to screw around downtown Miami once those boys take over? I got news for you. I won't see them no more. They'll be like Paulie and the Godfather. That's right. You won't be seeing them no more. That's what we need in this goddamn state. It just like, just like goes back to the, it always comes back to the same thing you were saying yesterday. There is nothing to do here. There is absolutely, and that's why I started to say before, we're doing real great at the Mac Arena because it's in a good location. It's safe. It's clean. It's easy to get there for a lot of us. And uh, it's something to do. I mean, certainly most of the games that have been in there have been garbage. I mean, that Bruins game, you could read a book in that game. The Vancouver game, the... Uh, uh, the Detroit game. I mean, oh, geez, the majority of games that have been played, in that, including the Chicago game, which we won two to one, but another coma-inducing event. And they're raping you for the uh, refreshments and whatever else you want. But the fact is, it's something to do to get out of the goddamn house because this is one of the most sterile goddamn places on the face of the earth. I bet you there's more to do in Calcutta than there is in South Florida. 
even in Tampa, even with all those rednecks they got over there, at least they got uh, Mom's Weenus and they got 400, uh, that's right, sex places over there in Tampa. That's one thing they got. But over here, it's like the same old repress, 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 uh, you know, maricon, 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 whatever the hell it is. What am I getting all worked up about here? It's almost 11 o'clock and I haven't even taken a breath yet. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Listen, this uh, this thing about the boats, is that unbelievable? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, this thing, That's what you I know what? Believable. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, let me ask you, if you do you think, uh, I, you know, I don't want to get conspiracy type things, but this Saul Kersner and, and the Queen, they just opened up that... Uh, what do you call it over in the Bahamas? That what's that called over there? That I have thing? no idea. I stay I stay as far away from the Bahamas as possible. Yeah, this Atlantis thing they opened up. It was, I think it's close to a billion dollar uh, casino and yeah. hotel. It just opened up, and I heard it was really lukewarm. The the people over there was really light over lukewarm, there. Lukewarm, yeah. yeah. Well, that describes the Bahamas at best. Lukewarm. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think it's uh, you think the Queen has pull over here? Yeah, or what? I think the Queen is pulling it. And get a new phone, okay? Your phone blows. Okay, we have uh, nothing much on the board here. A couple of calls, and that's it, which shocks the hell out of me. Two open lines in day two in Broward, 5670560 in Pound 560 on the Mobile One line. Shocks the living crap out of me, I'll tell you that right now. People ought to be fired up and pissed off is what they ought to be. I'm not sure about what, but... And uh, the Panther fans, again, you know, a shocking, a devastating blowjob in New York last night. Even Rudy Giuliani never saw such a shocking blowjob in New York as what happened in Madison Square Garden last night. And these people are the cats got their tongue. The uh, cat from the, the panther cat has got their tongue. Maybe they're afraid Brian Murray might be monitoring, okay? Maybe Yaroslav Spashek might be uh, monitoring these uh, calls. Because it would seem to me that if we really had... See, there, there isn't any passion for anything here. For anything. Free meals, yes. That's about it. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Neil. We sure like our free meals on this show. Yes, sir. Okay. Two re two places I can understand why they've been built uh, for stadiums down here. Yeah. The Miami Arena, if it was done right the first time. Right. If they would have made it big enough, we wouldn't have had to uh, redo it and be in the Mac Arena. Because who, who would Thank want... God that they didn't, because then we would still have to be risking our life and making that long trip to Miami every night. So thank God they screwed up. Yes? Yeah, because we would have pro basketball and a hockey team long before if, if but we showed them the Hollywood Sportatorium. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a great place. And, it's, and, and not only was it a great facility, but it was a picnic to get there. <laughs> it was yeah. great. Yeah, two lanes and it was a dump. Mm -hmm. And also, too, yes? whoever gets romantic about the Orange Bowl, go back there for a, a game. Oh, and those people got a memory lapse. No, it, the place is a toilet, man. It is a toilet. It's a sewer. It's a filthy, disgusting, and always has been. Yeah, because I was there for Florida State Miami, a sold out game. I was I was there for a Dolphin Redskin game about five hundred years ago, and I'm going to tell you that was the most unappetizing place. You sat there, you had to bring your own preparation age because you got hemorrhoids from sitting on a cement or whatever the hell you were sitting on. It, it was just a nightmare that you couldn't go to take a leak because uh, they, there were no places to take a leak. You had to take a leak like next to your seat. No, and it's like you, there's people fighting there all the time. I had like six or seven fights in my section all yeah. alone. Oh, yeah, but that carried over to the new stadium, so that's the good news for you. Still have that at the PP Park. But I can understand. L listen, I don't want you to be so negative. You better get with the program because Dave Hyde and these media guys and Barry Jackett, they've decided we need a new baseball stadium, so you better cough up some money, pal, and get with the program, okay? Stop being a, a naysayer. 
We want a new stadium, right? No. We want to build a lot of new, big new stadium. No. We want to spend hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars because God forbid we should ever lose baseball. We need baseball here, right? No. We need to, uh, and and it's going to really clean up downtown. Are we all going to rush downtown if we get a stadium down there? No. Yes, we are. Quit being so goddamn negative. You better get with it, man. You better get with the pogrom. Because this is the American solution for the 90s, baby, and the 90s are almost over, thank God. This is the solution to all our reels. Bigger and better stadiums and arenas and venues and menus and, and all kinds of ripoffs of crappy food that even my dog was turning uh, their noses up at. Yeah, you get a small wiener at the, uh, at the Macarena. <laughs> uh, in fact, when I walk in, I said, no, thank you. I already got my own. We have two open lines in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 1056 at QAM. Where do you find Ed Kaplan? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Look at the tits on that blonde, man. They asked me how I knew that Neil was a Jew. Oh, I just smile and say, yes, you may be gay, but he's different in one way. Oi! Look on his head, you'll find a spot of the Hasidic hive. Oh, when you sits on his throne and looks at empty bones, there's a yarmulke on his dome. Oh, To obey the old law, that means we don't have to be so nice to our slaves anymore. Or we're just talking a little biblical stuff here during the break. We have uh, two lines open in Dade, one in Broward. They just don't hold on during these long 20-minute breaks, but that's okay. I'm accustomed to it now. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. As we search out some midweek passion here in this town, is there any? No. Are they fired up about that game last night? No. About that cruise ship getting raided last night? No. Are they fired up about anything in this town? No. About Joe DiMaggio might croak someday? No. I, w- I want somebody to call up Greg Kotex, okay? Call up his voicemail at the Herald and tell him, guess what? Someday he is going to die. Honey. Oh, oh my God. He'll freak out. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. I just went from I-75 to the Sawgrass and went through the toll. Who's Pat Falerno? How much did he get to Wayne to get an exit named after him at the arena? I don't know. We got the uh, streets and uh, highways named after people in this town. I've been here for 23 years, and I've never heard of half of these people. Sounds like another Carl Barger deal. Yeah. I just thought maybe you knew. I have no idea. Maybe somebody will call in and enlighten both of us, okay? That'd be wonderful. We'll learn something. To have a great day. Okay. Who the hell was Pat Salerno? Anybody know? No. I mean, not that I care, but this guy saw his name on a thing. I, you see these different roads with names. In fact, uh, there, we have streets named after uh, convicted criminal politicians, you know. What's wrong with that? How about Xavier Suarez Way? That's the way we like. What's the way we like to do it? The Xavier Suarez Way. That's the way we like to do it. Rigged elections, rigged petitions. 
Commissioner of Sunrise, Pastor Lerner. Yeah. Isn't that what you wanted to know? Dead? Present? Oh, past? I don't know who that is. Well, I mean, once you start getting in these little, I mean, we've got 8 million little municipalities, okay? You've got Pembroke Pines, you've got Plantation, you've got Sunrise, you've got Golden Beach, you've got Hallandale, you've got uh, Kendall, which doesn't even really exist technically. You've got South Miami. I mean, uh, what is this? Is there, I've been asking this question for 100 years. Is there like any real city in Dater Broward? No. Of course. I mean, there's Hialeah. That's not a real city. <laughs> it's as close as you might get. There's a major metropolis called Hallandale. That article the other day about that rave concert there over the weekend. Oh, a major metropolitan area like Hallandale. I mean, are these people oh, out of their mind or what? I think they've been doing drugs with Sonny Rosenberg or something. Here's a mobile in Pompano Beach. We're talking prescription drugs, of course. Pompano Beach, hello. <laughs> yeah, Pompano Beach speaking. Neil, funny you should just mention that. I'm on my way to Amsterdam. I'll be working there next year. I'm the guy who calls you every so often from Barcelona. You're going to be working there next year? Yeah, yeah. We had, we had an office about six years ago. We're in brokerage, but, of course, we couldn't keep the young people off the weed, and we had a lot of problems in the afternoon. But, uh, you know, guys would come back and they'd be whacked. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Excuse me, I'm coughing. It, yeah, uh, oh yeah, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the truth. Yeah, this guy's, uh, practic but, this but guy's practicing for going back to Amsterdam, yes? I'm sorry? Go ahead. Uh, we're going to put some older guys in the office. Hopefully uh, they think that none of us uh, over 50 uh, have been part of the me generation. Well, uh, listen, little uh, do they know. Listen, if you need somebody who's a real good worker. <laughs> Neil, you're doing just fine. I've listened to you for 20 years down here. You're a great guy, and what you say about this town is absolutely right. I dread every time I have to come back to the States. It is just a hellhole. They, they want you to suffer here. They really do, and at least we're not letting them down anyway. I'll tell you that. I want to tell you a quick story about Vegas. I think you'll appreciate this. You were, you were saying how, you know, how they grab your money. I was in Vegas years ago with a friend of mine at the MGM, which I know you love. Yes, I And know. we were playing uh, blackjack, and he was, uh, you know, he was getting a little streaky. He was up maybe a couple of thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. You should have seen how the pit bosses kept changing uh, the dealers in order to try and break this guy. Yeah. Because they don't like people winning. I don't care what you say. Yeah, maybe the slots, you know, once in a while they, they, uh, they give away they some money. They make some promotional That's okay, yeah. activity off of that. But I'll tell you the truth. They really don't. They're there to make money. They are 100 percent right. focused on making it's money. It's like us here at WQM. We're not here to entertain anybody. I mean, if we do it by accident, that's fine. We're here to run a lot of spots and make a lot of money. That's exactly. all. And I'm the only one honest enough to tell you that. We're exactly. not here as a public service. We're here to make a buck. I appreciate your honesty. Okay. Have a great that's day, it. pal. Oscar Blue. Whatever that means in Dutch. Come on, somebody teaches Dutch here, okay? How come nobody has called me about my Tyson season beef strips? I'll tell you the reason why. They're all racing to their neighborhood supermarkets right now, looking in the freezer compartment, and they're just, I, I, I guarantee I'll never find these again. These are sensational. I mean, usually you buy frozen stuff, eh, you know, not that good, especially when you make it in the microwave, you know? But this stuff is juicy and tasty and uh, delicious. You probably haven't had meat in your mouth like this in a long time. And if I can say that, that's uh, quite, a, quite a compliment. Where are we going? Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Okay. First time caller, long time listener. Great. Have to excuse me, I'm a little nervous talking to the one and only Neil there. But nevertheless. Anyway, it's about the cruise ship thing. Yeah. I don't know if uh, anybody brought it up because I tuned in a little late, but uh, how about all those people out of a job now before Christmas, huh? Well, they, uh, the guy called in from Channel 10 before. He said that they're going to bring another ship down, and 730 tonight they're taking off again. 
I mean, that's kind of, that's really, really ridiculous. Yeah, right before our, Christmas, let's Our go. sheriffs and our politicians right, are, right. are, are even wasting their time. The Grinches that stole Christmas from the uh, gambling people, right. I tell you, I, I just wish them all the best at Christmas myself. Uh, that's all I got to say, Okay, Neil. thanks, pal. I hope that uh, Bobby Butterworth, isn't that interesting, the former Dade County, uh, Broward County Sheriff and the current one conspiring there. The Grinches who stole everybody's good time. Uh, you know, even as, oh, and speaking of good times, you see how this all ties in together? I was going to mention this yesterday. I was reading about Esther Roll and her funeral in Papano, and of course we all knew that she was from here and went to school here and yada, yada. And when she died last week or the week before, I was talking about the fact that uh, good times, she played this real stereotypical Aunt Jemima kind of character. And I was unaware of the fact that she quit the show at one time in protest over Jimmy Walker, over the character, and over the fact that they were perpetuating stereotypes. And evidently she, you know, she took the role, that's with one, uh, two L's and no E, she took the uh, role in the, in the show because obviously, you know, she wanted to work. But, I mean, she was uh, a vigorous uh, fighter against stereotypes in the media, which television continues, you know, all gay people are limp-wristed fags, and all black people are step-and-fetched goofballs and are illiterate. And all Julios are like uh, Ricky Ricardo. So, you know, there you go. Nine minutes after 11. I, I say we have uh, one month that we take all the newspapers and we uh, don't let them uh, publish for one month and we turn the TV, all the TV channels off for one month in America. You would see a return. It would be like a major miracle. It would be like a gigantic douche of American society, like a big, like somebody stuck a big enema tube right in the heartland of America, right there in uh, maybe Topeka or St. Louis, right in the middle of the country. Because they're just uh, they're, they're just full of crap. Speaking of crap, by the way, I uh, did after the uh, Panther game ended, after that crap, flip over for the first time in a long time, and there was our show on Whammy, and the audio was actually audible. Oh, it was perfect. Oh, it was actually a pretty good show. Oh, and, of course, I'm talking about stuff that was, like, way outdated, and we're going to be at the Pizza Loft tonight, which, of course, we're not. But, uh, nevertheless, don't be picky about it. And also still didn't get that check from Whammy from last week. Oh, I just mentioned that in passing again. Next time you talk to our good close friend, Rob Kaplan, ask him where my goddamn check is since they finally got the show all straightened out. I'll tell you something that'll straighten your ass out, and that's a pint of Ben & Jerry's fish food. Now, I say a pint, because once you start eating it, you're not going to eat like a few spoonsful. I mean, unless, unless you're some kind of a, a lunatic. Once you start eating, when you put that spoon into the container, and, of course, you will put the spoon in the container. I don't know anybody sane who takes and scoops out a little Ben & Jerry's out of the pint into a bowl. I mean, get serious. You don't have time to waste for that. You get that Ben & Jerry's fish food, or you get chocolate, the Cherry Garcia, or regular Cherry Garcia, or New York Super Fudge Chunk, Chubby Hubby, Chunky Monkey, Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough, Heath Bar Crunch, Dastardly Mash, any of the unique and unbelievably great, delicious flavors, and you'll say, this is like dying and going to heaven. Even Joe DiMaggio is waiting for this. That's right. He's ready to put his head on the pillow just for a pint or two of Ben & Jerry's, especially the fish food. It's unbelievable. Ben & Jerry's isn't just ice cream. It's an addiction. Pick up 20 or 30 or 40 pints at your favorite supermarket or convenience store or gas station, especially your mobile stations, by the way, have them. Or visit the two Ben & Jerry's scoop shops in Miami. There's one in the Aventura Mall between Bloomingdale's and the AMC Theaters and one in Miami Beach at 760 Ocean Drive. Ben & Jerry's, it is absolutely the best in the universe. Even in Amsterdam, they're sucking it up. And the ice cream, too. This is 560 QAM. Oh, my God, you're so beautiful. In toy stores now, from the makers of Tickle Me Elmo, it's the all-new Take That Thing Out of Me Elmo. Mom, Elmo.
almost taking my temperature with his hand. The new Take That Thing Out of Me Elmo. And coming soon, the vibrating Elmo. Mom, I think I'm falling in love with Elmo. Whoa. In toy stores now. Whoa. Joe, I'm sick of that whammy thing. At least it's good for Jeff Cohen. He'll probably do some extra business tonight. People who saw that show last night where I'm saying tomorrow night I'll be at Pizza Loft, et cetera, and so on. I won't be there, but Jeff Cohen will be there with a lot of good food at the Pizza Loft. Nice to be plugged for there, Jeff. Speaking of anal vibrators. It's 11.15 at QAM, so somebody uh, faxes me a thing. You know, this, uh, why don't we just start our own newspaper? I know it takes a lot of money, but, I mean, just like even the weekly reader would be an improvement over what we got here. From page 2D in the Herald today, did you look at this? The headline says, Jockey in Serious Condition, Extent of Hughes Injuries Not Known. This is Linda Hughes who got injured seriously, which you saw 20,000 times on the news this morning at Calder yesterday. And then the article goes on, the Floyd family has kept the office depot father-son challenge time, and it goes on about rain. It's, it's an article about golf. It, it doesn't say anything about uh, Linda Hughes or anything uh, about the headline. That's on page 2D in your Herald this morning, just in case you're assuming I'm making this up. Another great uh, example of uh, the left hand don't know what the right hand is doing, and we just got to fill up a lot of crap on some pages in between all the pages that are filled with ads. Jesus Christ. That's what we need in this town is a goddamn real newspaper. Forget about a stadium in another arena. We need a newspaper in this town, a real newspaper, to come in here and put these bastards out of business. A non-pandering newspaper, by the way, one that will really tell it like it is instead of bending over backward to the point where they need a battery. of Yeah, they got a battery of chiropractors down there at One Herald Plaza because they're always bending over backwards so much. And then, of course, their friends in the Cuban community stick it in there. That's right. Like when Xavier Suarez, remember, when he was losing his mind there and calling and leaving messages on a... Well, when he was in the process and calling and leaving messages on the, uh, their answering machine about if they didn't stop uh, threatening that they were going to stop spending uh, city money with those ads in the Herald. Uh, oh, geez. Absolutely, positively unbelievable. The Cubans hate the Herald. The Anglos hate the Herald. The Schwarzers hate the Herald. Here's uh, North Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Rangers rule. Yeah. No, that, 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 see, there's a real, there's a great hockey call for you. Rangers rule, who played a real crappy game, by the way, last night defensively, who Mike Richter couldn't have stopped a watermelon from 20 feet away. But Rangers rule, right, because they won a game last night. I got news for you, sir, with a team. You look at a team with that much talent on there, for crying out loud. All these guys, they picked up John McClain. They got Kevin Stevens when he ain't drinking. They got uh, Gretzky, of course. They got Brian Leach. They've got all these other guys. They've got Peter Nedved now, who played a whale of a game last night. They got all this talent on there, and they're still underachievers, for whatever reason. But they won a game last night. And this man, this is the comment you get, just like the Jets fans. You can't have an intelligent conversation. And, of course, the Panther fans, have we heard from any of them today? No. Or is there any interest about last night's debacle, about last night? I mean, if there was a turning point, have we heard anything about that? No. Okay, just checking. Got that Buffalo game tonight. I'm sure they're waiting in great anticipation for a lot more fistfights and brawls in that game in Buffalo tonight. Two, are we going to score six again against Tashik tonight? No. We only scored two and they pulled him out of the game. Are we going to happen again? No. I doubt it. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Yeah, this thing with the cruise ship just absolutely disgusts me. Um, I think our law enforcement has done nothing but become legalized piracy. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there watching TV last night, and I see... I sure you know, hope they're having a good time with those slot machines, by the way. They're probably down there yanking them right now. And yeah, the machines, I mean, too. 
what's up with that? You know, uh, no arrests are made, but all the equipment and the cash is confiscated. Yeah, well, just like they said, it was just grandstanding. It was just another media event, just another hype job. They had the media there, and they were uh, there with their big suits on and everything. Just another media hype job. They're yeah, posturing. But, yeah, but they made sure that they got all the, uh, you know, the valuables. Yeah. The same way they do if they catch you with a joint in your car. Right. You know, your car's gone, your house gone. That's right. Now we're getting back to that uh, lost rights book again. Yeah. Right. And they make, you know, I mean, you know, you could, you could probably get all your, your property back to hire a lawyer and pay him, you know, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000, something like that. Uh, it's which, just, you'll never, which you'll never get back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all they do, you know, they sit out on, under the trees and write traffic tickets. You know, it's, it's turned into a for-profit agency. That's yeah. it. It's a police state, pal. It disgusts me. Hey, I'm the guy that sent you the uh, faxes yesterday on the on the restaurants in uh, Florence. I don't know if you got those or not. No, never got that. Didn't get that? No, uh, didn't come through. Oh, it didn't, George, oh, it didn't, didn't come through. through. It was all, uh, Try it again. All right, I'll send it back through today because you, you, know, you had a caller looking for a couple of restaurants. I knew a couple over there. Okay. Have a good day. Thanks a lot. See you in Farenza. Not. We have an open line a day. Well, Florence is okay. We go to Italy. It's good for a day or two at most. Day or two. Then uh, get on with it. Open line of Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. This, this is amazing to me. You know, I go to those hockey games, thousands, literally thousands of people. They're like, they're, they're, they're clawing at my uh, shoe, at my uh, toenails. They're all going. Oh, God. But, uh, you know, there, there's absolutely no ability to have any intelligent conversation about it in this town. They don't know from it. They don't understand it. They got nothing to say about it. And even after last night's shocking debacle there in the garden, I mean, just just unacceptable it was like like i said like we were suspended frozen in time and you can watch the last three two one second tick off the clock and the last one second was like expanded into a hundred years and you could see the puck slowly sliding over to brian leak and you could see sean burke that i like i'll never get back over there which he did not and you could see the puck sliding into the wide open net as the tenths of a second clicked off each one like a hundred years each tenth of a second was like a hundred years on that clock and at that point, you just looked down at the floor and you said to yourself, Crap. God, how is this possible over and over again? Crap. But Dave Hyde says Terry Murray's got it all together. We've got great defense and he just needs a couple of breaks, get Dino healthy again so we can buy rumor some more meals. Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. As usual, you're, you're right on target. Yes, with I am. Everything you, yeah, you are. But uh, I work for the Sun Cruise Casino, and uh, they, right now they have approximately oh, over 3,000 people concerned about their jobs. 3,500, I believe. Yeah. That's, that's, it's, it's, it's in there between cooks and everything else that goes on. Street. Right. But, the, you know, if you look on these boats, and I'm on these boats a lot, uh, the Palm Beach one and the uh, SWAT down at uh, Hollywood, the majority of the people that go are senior citizens looking for something to do, and we clocked all that stuff. And you know what their average drop is, what they spend? Besides, you know, they get the free the buffet and they get a ride on the intercoastal on the water and all that. There's approximately $30 a person. Yeah, I was going to say 40 I'm not, not okay. that far off. Yeah. Yeah, you're, close. you're close. I mean, the damage that they've done for, for, for nothing, it's, it's, it's just outrageous. And mm -hmm. it's so many yeah, but people. you understand that evil, the evil empire is just uh, slot machines is what it's all about, pal. If, well, if they in Tallahassee, if they hear those two words "slot machines" in the same breath, they start peeing in their pants. Well, they got a shot at people that have. They, you know, there's more domestic violence going on constantly, all the time, because yeah. the people are being trapped into their houses. 
you're afraid to go out and have a drink because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, DUIs. You know, DUI stays on your license 75 years. Mm-hmm. Your life is ruined. But these little fun gambling trips, they even they do everything to put people on board. I had a, uh, people on board one time. He took $25 out of his pocket, sat down at a Caribbean stud table, and this senior citizen won $50,511 investing or gambling or taking a shot with $25. Boy! Yeah. What could be more fair than that? What could be more fair? What could be more fair than that old bag that won twenty-seven million in Vegas two weeks ago? The only thing that could be more fair than that was would if I would have been there and I would have won it. That would have been <laughs> no, more fair. Okay, good luck, to you, pal. Good hang, a lot. hang in there. Okay. Yeah, these poor bastards—they're trying to, you know, earn a living, and right away, oh, let's go in there and put on a big stage, a big media event, okay, for the cameras, and show the public once again all the goody two shoes and the good old Christian right, all these religious uh, phony hypocrites, probably most of whom were down on the neighborhood bar sitting on a bar stool getting plastered. Let's show them that we're doing something good for Jesus, that we're doing something... Oh, God. Stop repressing the goddamn public. Stop with this fascistic police state mentality already, for crying out loud. Go do something important. Go take care of some murderers. Go take care of some rapists, some child molesters, some arsonists, some people who really present a threat to the public. That's law enforcement, okay? Oh, and we just confiscated 50 bales of marijuana. Great. We'll pack you a salami sandwich, okay? We'll build you a statue. We'll buy you a goddamn medal. Like we're supposed to be impressed with all these staged media events. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Hank Goldberg at Shula Steak, 2 at 2 o'clock. We got briefly uh, Josh and uh, somebody at 6 o'clock because Booster was on this morning. And then uh, at 6.30, we got the pregame because the game started at 7 o'clock in Buffalo there. We got, uh, oh, that's right, we got uh, the Sabres and the Panthers, 7 o'clock tonight. So be sure and turn on QAM, turn down the radio volume, and turn on Sports Channel. Or if somehow we get Empire, turn on Rick Jenner Red on Empire. Okay, where are we going here? Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing today? Great. You are right on 100% about all of your, your talkings here. Yeah. I just came back from Amsterdam. Oh, God. I called you about a week before I went, told you that I was going to go outside of Amsterdam. You were right. I stayed there the whole time. Uh-huh. What did I tell you? Once you get to Amsterdam, you don't want to go anyplace else. Neil, I'm in this police state, big brother watching, I'm ready to take a plane and go. Yeah. So you going to join me? Uh, hey, listen, it's tempting. <laughs> it's tempting, man. Any time of the year, around the clock, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to uh, hop across the pond. I'm telling you, as long as they pipe in uh, NHL hockey... In the bag. Yeah, all you need is a satellite dish over there, that's all. I'm sold. In addition to which, the way professional sports are going in this country, another uh, four or five years, they'll all be out of business anyway, so what difference does it make? Yeah, there you go. You might as well. Well, Neil, you have a great day. Keep keep telling the truth, and uh, Matt Brown, you're a douchebag. Okay, and Oscar Bleef. Thanks. Okay, I have no idea what that means. Okay, we have an open line in Brown, one and date, 5670560, uh, Cavell. Okay, that I, I do know that. Go in the supermarket, and they give you the change, Cavell, and they look at you, eh, what are you talking about? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I see Boca Brian was here again today. Remember he took that disc by mistake? Oh, is that why he came all the way back? No, I thought he was just killing some time because he wanted to bring his girlfriend down here again to kill some time because there's nothing That's else it. to do in town. That's why he really came all the way back down We're here. We're the again. hottest spot in South Florida. Right? This is the hottest spot in town, baby. Oh! 560 QAM. You can't find us, but we're still the hottest spot in town. Oh! It is getting awfully warm in here too, by the way, since you mentioned that. God. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'll tell you one thing. There has never been any shortage of crap in this town. All the years I've been on the air. Uh, as boring as it is, there's always a lot of crap going on, most of it totally unacceptable, most of which appalling and grotesque and uh, nauseating whether it's fixed elections, whether it's busting casino cruise ships, whether it's, uh, you know, wh whatever the hell it is. Unacceptable Neanderthal behavior, and the rest of the people sit back in their condominiums and their old fart residences, bleh, like that, waiting for the next uh, change of their colostomy bag. That's it. Let's bring some living and breathing people in this town. That's what we need. <coughs> living and breathing people. Let's bring all those people that I saw at the MGM Grand the last weekend. Let's bring all of them down here and tie them up in a corner somewhere, and I'll, uh, you know, pick and choose. Boy, oh, boy, that, that is so You talk about people watching. Just sit in the lobby at the MGM Grand. You have never seen so many beautiful, young, living and breathing men and women, and some of you can't tell what they are, but just, just unbelievable. Just like here, right? <laughs> hey, where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you hey, 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 Sports stupid. Radio 560 QAM. I want to bang you in the butt, honey. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Tyson's Knockout Chicken. Hi, this is Iron Mike. And, and, and if you're hungry like a heavyweight, just look for the big gold teeth. Tyson's Knockout Chicken. Tyson's Knockout Chicken. You've never seen fresh like this. Oh, nice tomatoes. Try a hot, juicy Big Mike. Two all-mean patties on a Sesame Street brain. Y'all better stay away from Don Burger King. Oh, this one's got hair sticking out. Yeah, I'd like a... Hey, aren't you the guy on trial? How'd you like a knuckle sandwich? Sure. Coming up. Oh. Next. And don't forget our world champion chicken. We got wings. We got sides. We got... Oh, check out those legs. I can't control myself. So do the wild thing and come to Tyson's Knockout Chicken tonight. If you're hungry at the Raging Soul, come to Tyson's. I'm grabbing my hands full. 1132 at 560 WQAM. So anyway, the reason I play that is because this Tyson stuff, I guess I'm, I just discovered it. I feel like Christopher goddamn Columbus today. Oh! I go into the supermarket and I make another discovery. And you, you know that these Atkins people and everybody else too. All you, all you people who are not on the Atkins, stay away from our seasoned Tyson beef strips, okay? Stay the hell away. We're gonna put like a little bell, a little buzzer on every package. Anybody that's not on the Atkins goes to touch one. There you go. It goes off right there in the freezer compartment, okay? Leave it alone so that we have some left. It's great stuff. That's the kind of stuff that you need. Something of substance. Something to nosh on. Something, uh, that tastes good that has no carbs in it besides that tired old that cheesecake if i ever see another piece of that atkins cheesecake i'm gonna puke all over anybody that's within reach don't ever want to see that crap again here's a mobile in hollywood hello hey neil how are you great listen i just tuned in a few moments ago but i heard you mention uh, the game last night and i gotta tell you i've been watching hockey for a long long time yes and i have never been so angry yeah at a game that, that was the most Stupid you, play. You talk about a team that was hell-bent on handing that game back to the Rangers. Robert Vela, yep. I would just like to know what he was thinking. And this is the guy, like I said before, maybe you weren't listening, they put a whole big story about him, a big puff piece with a picture of him yesterday, how he turned the corner in the Buffalo game. This guy has played so poorly all the way around and so stupidly this season that he's a disgrace, he's an embarrassment. If anybody ought to be sat down again, he's the one that ought to be sitting on a goddamn bench. I mean, and Peter Worrell out there gooning it 
ended up getting stupid penalties, selfish, stupid penalties, hurting the team, and turning the game around again. Well, Peter Orell is an embarrassment, yes. I agree. But Vela, that is the dumbest play I think I've seen in sports in they, my They've got life. the power play. You've got a one-goal lead. There's, le there's more time left in the power play than there is in the game. So, in other words, the clock is going to run out. You're going to have the course, advantage. The, Rangers, the Rangers have virtually no chance of mounting any offense or getting back in the game. And what do you do? You get a stupid, selfish, idiotic penalty, and you give them an opportunity to, uh, to do what they did. Well, he did two things. First, he, he comes in. He attacks. He pinched in. Which is stupid. Right. And, of course, the penalty just added insult to injury. But I don't know how Terry Murray couldn't have said to these guys, got to stay back. Right. You know, we need to be defensive here. We do not need a goal. <laughs> 18 seconds left in the game. He's trying to be offensive. I'm watching this, and I'm and then, I'm, then after, the phase, after the penalty, I'm watching, I'm thinking, you know, we're going to get away with this. We're going to get, oh, we didn't get could, could you? Could you believe I, I couldn't. I had to and you could And you could off. see it coming. I mean, I'm one of those, I've watched so many hockey games that I can see very often when a goal is going to be scored. Course. You could just smell it coming. And you could just see it. Like I said, in slow-mo, yeah, exactly. you could see that puck slide over to Leach, and you could see that Burke was, had no <laughs> chance of getting back. And, it, and, and all I'm looking at is the clock. I'm looking at the puck. Exactly. I'm looking at the clock. And you know that there was time left in you the know, game. I, I looked up at the same second that Leach put that in, and I, I swear I a point two, I think, or something like point, that. I Point six, I think. But I'm telling you, I, I just couldn't. I saw red. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was the worst thing. And, I how, how, and how do you like the succession of greasy goals that Sean Burke led in, by the way, in that game again? Terrible. Just terrible. Even the winning goal. I mean, great. You know, maybe you can say it was a good shot, but <laughs> but uh, how come he doesn't get it? Well, how about the one that went right between his legs? We both know the overtime was, was not necessary. I mean, yeah, the Panthers right. just should have said, it, here, we forfeit. That's right. Win. It was just a formality. Absolutely. Right. There's no way they weren't going to win. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, see, I don't even know if I can watch tonight. I'm feeling so pissed off at these guys for that. Yeah. I mean, really, just, here's two points. Here's, this, this could just change the season, I swear to you. Well, you know, you, this, this team suffers from one thing, and that's lack of talent, you know. I'm driving home yesterday, and somebody calls Hank and asks, you know, are they gonna, uh, is this team going to go after free agents like Bure is out there and yeah, Sigmund yeah, Palfi yeah. and all these guys? And, and Hank is right. This team has made no commitment to go after people like that. And, uh, we, you know, and we supposedly had a shot at Nedved. I don't think we really ever had a shot at Nedved. I mean, we're offering Radek Dvorak, and they're offering Kovalev. I mean, there was no, there was no contest. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, we scored a few, a couple of nice goals last night. You know, Parrish and uh, Kavashi, they showed some promise. Right. But, oh, yeah, yeah, I will say you know, that offensively, the team is surprising. Yeah, They're yeah. scoring more goals than I ever expected right, them to right. score. But as far as defense, as far as the power play, as far yeah. as penalty killing, as far as goaltending, exactly. all the other aspects of the game, they are woeful. I'll tell you, the only surprise that it was that it was Fela and not, you know who, Eddie, making yeah. that play, frankly. Well, maybe they're taking turns. Maybe they do strike. I just, it's just unbelievable. Okay. Ah. Hang in there. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, date lines, all three of them wide open. Five, six, well, we had a hockey call, you know, so that's when they run away in Dade County. They don't understand it. No say habla hockey, hockey. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line in Dade. Here's a mobile in Aventura. Hello. Well, I'm out of Aventura now, finally. I'm in Hollywood. So. Oh, well, you're really getting older. Oh, anyway, uh, wow, I think I was listening for an hour, and that was the first uh, actual Panther fan I heard call. Yes, in. that's the only one we've had. Hour and 40 minutes, and that's the only one. And like I said, proves my point. There is no passion for anything in this town. Unbelievable. These are people who are incapable of having intelligence. I mean, this guy knew what he was talking about, which is a rarity. Uh, they just don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's about time. I'm a Ranger fan, and I'm willing to have a humane conversation with you. So. Yes. I uh, watched the game last night again on the MSG replay because I, I just thought it was a great game. I, I'm surprised that you were calling that one a terminal game because I thought that was really well, exciting. I'm, I'm just saying that I must have missed the really good parts because uh, the Penguin-Anaheim game to me was sensational. It was a great game. 
And well, every, they, every time I would turn the, back to the Panther Ranger game, it was just uh, they were figure skating, you know. And then I would turn it on a few minutes later and see that another couple of goals have been scored. So I, I guess I missed the good stuff. Well, I don't know. You were talking about a turning point before, and I was curious to know whether you saw the three-on-one the Panthers had with about two and a half minutes left. No. It was a no-brainer. They had the game locked up. They put that one away, and I think it was either Gagne or I'm not sure who it was that fanned on the shot, but wow. Yeah. I mean, that game was over if that goal goes in. Mm-hmm. But I know you're not a Ranger fan, so you probably don't uh, relate to this, but that uh, time-standing still thing with Leach, wasn't it reminiscent of the first goal in Game 7 in the Stanley Cup where you just you, you just time stops still for three seconds, you know that thing's going in? Right. It was almost the same exact well, goal. There was no doubt. There was absolutely no doubt in my mind. Once I saw where the puck was going and you looked at the net and you saw that Burke was totally out of position, there was no doubt that he was going to stick it in there. Well, I just uh, I was very entertained by it, and I uh, you know Panther fans should be uh, talking about this with you today, and I'm really surprised well, they should calling. be so, they should be psychotic. <laughs> but these are these are the same Panther fans back when I came back on the year in the early part of the year, and I was telling them that John Van Beesbrook was going to be leaving here. They either didn't want to believe it, or they didn't care about it, or they didn't know who he was, and I couldn't get any calls about that. So I, you know what is there to say? It's ridiculous. They finally have something to talk about. Well, I agree with your last caller that last night's game is going to change things around, and it probably will for the Rangers too. It's games like that that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. You know, the Rangers, you know, as much as I hate them, Todd Harvey is playing his brains out. He's playing great for them. And, and Adam Peter, Graves, too. And, and Peter Nedved, man, and, I mean, he's going to be so important to that team. I, I, I bet you wind up scoring 25 goals in what's left of the season for them. Yeah, I, he just needs to relax. If the press lays off him for a few weeks and lets him get a good start, he's, maybe he'll he is a okay. hell of a player, I'll tell you. All right, Neil, keep up the good work. Okay, good luck, but not too much. Okay, we had a couple of hockey calls. The calls on the rest of the people are all dropping off like flies. Too bad. We care about it. If you don't, you don't know squat. You can talk about Jimmy and Danny again. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Jimmy and... and <laughs> sorry. Two open lines and Dave wanted Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Where do you find Joe Rose, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein? The first team, right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. If I'm stuck on something, it's not going to be an oyster. So you're a freaky chick with lots of piercings, and you like to wear leather pants, too. And, of course, you like to dye your hair a lot of different funky colors. Until recently. You see, all that dyeing you did rotted your roots, and now you're sporting that I'm a rebel bald look. But since we know you like to dye your hair so much, we've developed an all-new hair dye for you. It's called crotch coloring. Sure, not everybody will see your new dye job, but for those lucky few, they're in for a real treat with all new colors like crabs red i just blew and now it's your turn and of course everyone's favorite eat your greens crotch colorings using good taste it's 11 44 at 560 wqm we got 200 open lines all of a sudden we had two hockey calls back to back and you could watch the other lines go out like there was a goddamn bomb scare five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the at&t wireless line excuse us we're having the audacity, and I know I'd much rather hear lots more calls about Jimmy and Danny and Danny and Jimmy. And did he uh, say enough? Did he pat him on the ass? Did he squeeze him a little bit? Was he hard when he squeezed him, et cetera, and so on? Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello. Uh, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I saw that um, the big bus last night on TV. I thought of you right away. I said, Neil, Neil's going to do half a show on this, and you should. Oh, no, I'm not. Uh, the, well, the, the guy with the beard, whoever he was, was pontificating that they uh, that they were gambling before they got three miles out. And I thought, who the hell cares? Yeah, that's why I'm not going to do half a show on it. Well, what, nobody what, obviously does care. 
well, what kind of money goes into this kind of a thing? They're sending out undercover officers. They're doing all this grandstanding. It's costing tens of thousands. Grandstanding is the word. It was another staged media event. The cameras were there. The media was alerted. It was a staged media event, and it serves absolutely no useful purpose. And like you heard before, they're going to be out there sailing another ship tonight, and there'll be people out there gambling and plunging their brains out and having a good time, and leave them the hell alone, for Christ's sake. Neil, I don't think you're getting many hockey calls. I did watch the game. I thought of you again after the big piece, I'm, I'm not getting many if, calls, period, if, sir, at this point. We were Not even noon yet, and these people already on a Wednesday run out of material. Maybe the listeners of the first team got, got tired of hearing uh, Defoe talk about the Panthers choke like Mama Cass. He must have said that 50 times. Oh, uh, don't tell me Defoe actually said that. Oh, he said it 50 times, Neil, that yeah. they choke like Mama Cass on, mm-hmm. a, on a tuna fish sandwich. Ponderous, yeah. Neil. Ponderous. Neil, keep up the good work. You're the voice of reason in this toilet of a town. And uh, stir them up. And have a great life. Thanks. Well, I got them stirred up already. I got one call left on the board. How can you do better than that? Oh. I got them stirred up. Are they pissed off and fired up? No. Five, six, seven. We got two open lines in Broward all a day. In other words, there's one lonely little call left on the board on a day when I'm just sitting here full of piss and vinegar. I'm smoking, baby. Whatever this strange one that uh, Boca Brian brought in here, whatever this thing is, I'm smoking it. And these people, like I said, nobody, I've tried for a hundred years to wake these bastards up, to just needle them enough, just to get them off their goddamn ass, just to make a phone call, just to say something, just to get pissed off, just to get emotional, just to, uh, nothing, absolutely nothing. It's like beating a dead man with a baseball bat and expecting to get some kind of a response. You can keep wailing and beating and flailing and stroking and yanking, and nothing is going to happen. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How's everything? Same asshole as yesterday, okay? And he's still listening. Go back and do your lawn service, okay, jackass? Go to church and say a prayer because you're going to need it when your ass is burning there on the lake of fire, sweetheart. We have it for all that anal sex you're doing. We have an open line in uh, Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on it. That's what we get, see? That's what we get, the same chronic assholes who call day after day with the same weak material, most of which don't get on here anyway because it's really ponderous. And the rest of the audience, they're in a coma. I think this is the day they deserve some good music today. Oh, I'm serious because I'm feeling... Yeah, let's crank some music up for these bastards. They don't want to talk to me. I'm the goddamn voice of reason here. I'm the one that's... Uh, shut that crap off, okay? They don't know Shub Wooly from Jason Wooly. Jesus Christ, this man's music. I mean, that's what we're going to write a book about. George Rodriguez, a man and his music. And we're going to have a big pile of shit <laughs> on the front cover page. I mean, your musical stuff is just uh, needs a little bit of help. I know you're going to start with the Backstreet Boys and Enrique. I don't have okay. to say a word. At least Enrique looks good anyway. Could get rid of that mole on this thing. Here's uh, Coral Gables. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Listen, a long time ago when we used to work over there at Zeta, yeah. I used to work in that area. I used to see the towers, and I always used to hear you talking about that area. And I go, I'm, so I was curious about where you work. About what? You work at Zeta. Because I saw the towers, but I didn't know exactly where the address was or anything. That was, like, really close to that area. Yeah. You know, so I decided... Okay, get a new phone and uh, talk to me some other year, okay? Here's the guy that calls. This This is the kind of response we got. I spent the whole first hour screaming and yelling and pontificating about 50 different goddamn things. And this guy wants to know where exactly was Zeta, as if it makes any difference because they're not there anymore anyhow. They're right down the street from us here now, over with uh, what used to be Paxson Queer Channel, whatever they are today, whatever flavor they're uh, pretending to be today. 
Jesus Christ Almighty, this is just unbelievable. Oh, sir, I hope that you get the answer to your question. In fact, if I were you, I would just go over there in Carroll City and drive all around. I think that's what it was, Carroll City. Isn't that what it's in? What is that uh, area? What? Where INZ used to be over there, where I used to work at INZ and Zeta. What, what is that called? Is that Carroll City? Or is yeah. it, this is, it is still Carroll City, yeah. Just go over there and drive around, okay? You'll find it which I have no idea what is in that building anymore since there ain't no radio station over there. Who knows? But you'll see some big towers still there. Just drive around and say, oh, this must be where Neil used to be like 11 years ago. Great. You can go home and write it in your diary. Keep you off the streets. Here's Kendall. Hello. Neil, good afternoon or yes, good morning, sir. whatever Good evening to you, sir. <laughs> I think the lights are out. I think so, too. You've had quite a bizarre array of calls today. Anyway, I hope that guy finds what he's looking for, okay? I hope he finds that big stick in the ground. I think he's driving, right. I think he's driving some kind of tour bus or something. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I, uh, I think you definitely hit the nail on the head about this stupid thing with the All-Star game and baseball and the whole, in the whole Marlins thing. I hit it on the oh. head yesterday. They're oh all they're trying to do is squeeze this town oh. to coerce these people to get brainwashed, to come up with public funds to build a stadium, as if, as if somehow we won't survive unless we get an all-star baseball game here, as though our entire uh, future depends on that. I tell you, they could take all the sports. I mean, even they can I'm with you. Them. I love hockey, but I, I think that there's so many more important things in life. I'm gonna, sir, I'm going to tell you the honest-to-God truth, and this is the way I feel, especially after last night and seeing the mediocrity that they're putting out there that we're supposed to support. If I had to pay for my own tickets, even as, as much as I love hockey and the Panthers, and as close as the arena is to my house, I could really walk there when you come right down. And if I had to pay for my own tickets, I wouldn't go. I think, that, that, uh, that's how sour I am on the whole deal. Well, that, that's sour. That, that's exactly what happened to me. Last, I've been a season ticket holder for five years, and, you know, I just got really fed up with the way things were going. And, you know, I had it with Brian Murray. I used to wear all your BM, no BM right. buttons. The, 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 Murray, the one thing about the Murrays, they that both stick, okay? It was terrible. Yeah. And uh, in closing, <laughs> you got to pull up a tape of this. The other night, last week, actually, I was listening to the uh, Chris Moore broadcast. You know, it's around in my car. I didn't have much choice. Yeah. Anyway, he's... They're playing against Boston. Moron. <laughs> and Chris Moore goes, Whitney and Bork come together, and Ray wins. And I'm like, which Ray is he talking about? What the hell is going on? I mean, what kind of picture oh, you, you is he have, You never had any idea what he's talking about. In fact, I, I went to the store last night in the first period. Well, I guess it was the first goal of the game, the first Panther goal. And I'm in the car coming home from the store, and he's... Uh, he says, uh, and, and, and the Panthers score a goal. Okay, we're not talking about the other day. And he says, and it goes in. It goes in. And I'm thinking to myself, that's the way you call a goal for the team that you're broadcasting for? And it goes in. Like, uh, yeah, like big deal. As much as I hate Goldie's voice, maybe we could put some kind of pitch change on it or something. Hey, I'm, all, it up. I'm all for you, man. Let's, uh, let's put Goldie in there. I, I go for uh, Unprepared and un unaware that he was even going to do the game, Goldie did a uh, 4,000 times better job in that one game than uh, Chris Moore could ever do. He blows. You're right, Neil. Okay, Love you, buddy. Have a great day. Okay, Dade County opened up again. They were there like uh, real hot and heavy for about two seconds. They decided, no, we don't think so. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. Uh, I don't know what you were pontificating earlier because I wasn't listening. But perhaps a uh, subject I get so incensed when I read about these uh, assholes who. Um, beat up their kids and then get put in protective custody in the prisons because they're worried about them getting beat up. Yeah. I think they should put in regular and get their uh, oh, I think they should. I think they should have a special area where they put them in to make sure that they get the crap beaten out of them. Absolutely. But if I upon that, maybe one of our politicals will uh, jump on the bandwagon. Mm -hmm. And secondly, about this, uh, I don't know, I know it's sports and I don't want to bring it up, but this basketball strike, I don't think anybody that goes to work in shorts, perhaps you could be the exception, should make that kind of money. <laughs> 
You know, I think he's going to work yeah. short, make him a, let him pay him a million, and uh, lower the ticket prices. How many of four can afford to go to one of those games? Yeah, good point. And guess what? Is anybody missing it that I noticed? No. Is life no. still going on? Yeah. Uh-huh. The, no. Life seems to still be going on. Still the same deadhead place it always was. Absolutely. Thank you, Neil. Okay, have a great day, pal. Are we missing the NBA? No. Open line at Broward, two and Dade, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. If we had a lady call today, no. If we had like a Schwarzer call today, no. If we had any Jews call today, no. If we had any Glam call today, no. If we had any uh, what did I leave out? Dominican Republic people call, no. Any Jamaican, no. Any Haitian, no. Any Colombian, no. Any Italian, no. Any mobsters, uh huh. Okay, here's a uh, mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, first time caller. How are you? Great. Uh, calling about uh, the Ranger Panther game last night. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, listen to Dennis Potvin. I hear you complain about Chris Moore, but uh, listen to Dennis Potvin and Jeff Rimmer. That's pretty uh, painful there itself. I mean, I was watching the game last night, and Dennis Potvin is showing his family in the stands. Who really gives a damn? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, they complain about uh, a lot of poops in New Jersey. Hello. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that the, you're coming from New York and you listen to some real, real broadcasters like J.D. and Sam Rosen. Right. And you have to come listen to these guys. I think it's hell. I mean, it's unbelievable. What do you think about Potvin uh, as a broadcaster? Oh, he's not a broadcaster. He's just a dumb ex-jock. He's a dumb frog, and he's never going to be a broadcaster. And, uh, you know, what can I tell you? All right, and let's go Rangers. Yeah, good luck to you, pal. Yeah, let's go Rangers. Like I said, they won a game, and all of a sudden, let's go Rangers. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, all three in Dade. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. They've got that humongous payroll. They've paid out more money the last few years for a losing team since they won that one Stanley Cup for the first time in 6,000 years. They've paid out more money and come up with less results than uh, you can shake your thing at. Although, at least they're spending the money because they got it. Here's a mobile in Miramar. Hello. Mobile in Miramar. Hello. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I hear you. Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm first Can you hear me? caller. Yes? Um, I think I'm breaking up. I have a weak battery. Anyhow, um, I'm right here at County Line and 441 in this wonderful traffic. Yeah. Um, I have a little place off of 441, and I'd like to bring you over for lunch. And uh, I know Chuck over there at 199 and 441, and, uh, you know, see what you think of my stuff. Yeah. How would I go about doing that? How would you go about doing it? What kind of stuff? What do you got? Um, actually, it's uh, home cooking. Home cooking what? Oh, anything you could imagine, from a T-bone steak to uh, to shrimp to kebabs. Yeah. 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 If I'm going to suck on something, it's not going to be an oyster. Okay, we have two lines open in Dade and two in Broward. Five, so, boy, I tell you, I don't understand this town. I thought we were going to be just absolutely uh, smoking today. I thought that this place was going to be on fire today, and little do I know. Back to the same old bunch of deadheads. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. God, you people are as boring as dog doo-doo, you know what? Really, when you come right down to it, you're just boring. It's a boring place because it's loaded with boring people. That's why there's nothing to do here. That's why it's a boring place, because it's loaded with boring people. You're about as exciting as, a, as an enema. Man, get with it. Get off your ass. Pick up the instrument. Say something. Do something. Are they going to do it? No. Four minutes till noon at 560 WQAM. Where do you find Kim Camper? Right where you got it. All right. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Neil Rogers Show. Now on 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Neil Rogers. God. From the people who brought you the DeLorean. Bring you 
Look for Porky with CO2 injection. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride in the suicide lane. You won't feel a thing. If your time has come, the Kevorkian's for you. Ease your pain today with a Kevorkian. Guaranteed to take your pulse from 70 to 0 in no time flat. No mess, no payment hassle whatsoever. Make your last ride a Kevorkian. The suicide ride for the 90s. The Kevorkian. 1201 at 560 WQAM. Happy Wednesday to you. The Hank Goldberg Show from Shula State 2 at 2 o'clock. Then we got a brief show at 6. Booster was on this morning for Gildy. And as a result, uh, Josh and who else are going to be doing a show at 6 o'clock for half an hour? Josh and... Uh, Corey Saban. Corey. Josh and Corey are going to be doing a show from 6 to 6.30, which you can handle a half an hour of that. Can't you? No. And then 6.30, we got the pregame show from Buffalo. 7 o'clock, the Panthers and the Buffalo Sabres. Ready for that? No. Are you excited about it? No. Are you ready to rock and roll? No. We're going to kick some ass? No. State lines are open. Anybody concerned, interested about my Tyson seasoned beef strips? No. Anybody know anything about that? No. Anybody ever had them? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Lauderhill. Hello. Yeah. Why do you think you're such an ex? Okay. Let's go to um, Hollywood. Hello. Hollywood. Hollywood. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, yes Neil. Uh, a third time caller, long time listener. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a. Uh, I'm a hockey fan, uh, uh-huh. baseball fan, sports fan. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you, what happened to that? That there was a fellow that was hitting the nose last night. What happened to him? He he had a awful shot. In Murphy, the nose. Gordon Murphy. Murphy, yeah. He, he came back and played. He's all right. These guys aren't a bunch of pussies like football and baseball players. They get stitched up and they come back and they finish the game. I know that you had, you had once mentioned that they they are the toughest. Guys that is that is correct. There's no no contest. And, uh, no contest. Baseball players they get a hangnail. They're out for six weeks. Uh, Football uh, player gets a bad case of hemorrhoids. He's out for a month. And yeah. and have a great day. Okay, he's out of material. Okay, we have an open line in Dade One in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Plantation. Hello. Neil Jim in Plantation. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if I made all the mistakes the Murrays make, uh, especially need to get rid of Worrell, I'd be fired if I didn't do it by now. But you don't understand. The ownership doesn't care. The ownership is more interested in sucking all of the money out of the new arena and uh, making his money back from the first five years and uh, trying to sell the team. He doesn't care. He's, he's not worried about that. That's why there's so much mismanagement, because you have an owner who's basically an, uh, off, uh, an absentee guy at this point. You follow what I'm saying? He's gone. Jim and Plantation just vanished, okay? Okay, we have an open line. I'm telling you, the, the coma juice must have seeped into the air over the overnight. Coma juice, it's in the air. Don't inhale. Get yourself an oxygen mask. Go back inside. Do not go outside and inhale the fresh air because it ain't so fresh anymore. Maybe Fidel's got that damn woodpecker going on today. <laughs> I, that must be it. Yeah, he's, uh, he's pecking on it. If these people are off their feed today, wow. I'll tell you what, in that other asshole that called, what makes me an expert? Fill in the blank. What makes me an expert on, that's right, whatever it is, because if you listen to the rest of these people, by comparison, relatively speaking, no matter what it is, I'm an expert. Here's a mobile in Naples. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Bill Dose from the West Coast. Yeah. Hey, um, I was wondering if you heard anything about the Million Man Marijuana March. Million Man Marijuana March? Yeah, in March. No. No? No. Where's that? Uh, it's starting in New York City. Yeah. And um, they want to have cities all around the country participate. Yeah, on. Participate and do, and do what? And, and get busted, get arrested, go to jail for 20 years? Build floats like with giant, it looks like giant joints. 
don't know. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, go out and work on your giant joint. We have two open lines in days. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I'm telling you, it's in the air. Don't inhale. Warning to everybody within the sound of my voice. There's something in the air in South Florida because it's infected. And even over there in Naples, or wherever the hell he was, Fort Myers, somewhere in that godforsaken part of the state. Oh, here's Captain Singh. Just what we need to do, uh, brighten up an otherwise uh, dreary day. How are you, Uncle Singh? You were uh, complaining no national nationality people were calling you, so I said, yeah, let's uh, have an Indian calling you. How are you doing? There's nothing like having an Indian calling you. Um, yeah. Um, Depending on what he's calling Count seven news yesterday about Bob Butterworth with uh, Sun Cruz Casino. That made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, well, nobody seems to give a crap about it today. Had maybe two or three calls about it. They don't care. They don't give a crap. They can just run. That's why this stuff goes on in this state. They can run roughshod over these bastards. They don't even open up a mouth and complain about it. they got nothing to say. And I thought the police in my uh, country were pretty bad. This is getting right up there. Man. Yeah, that's right. Police state, baby. Better watch those dirty magazines you're selling over there. They're going to be coming confiscating those next. Well, can I put in a uh, flag for my new store then? Sure. Uh, Beverage Depot, 1421 North Palm Avenue. Got a nice deli with boar's head meat. I'm going to bring some by for you and George one of these days. Oh, you got out of the uh, magazine business? No, I have that too. Oh, okay. Oh, great. You're branching out a little bit. So keep that in mind, Uncle Leo. In fact, uh, that'll be good. That'll be something to back, fall back on, so to speak. When they come and raid all your magazines, then you can go uh, fall back on your meat, so to speak. Definitely. Beverly okay. Depot, Palm Avenue. Okay, we got, <laughs> we got it, Captain Singh. Okay. <laughs> Was it 151? I don't know. Somewhere in uh, near Schloemies, I think. We have an open line at date, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Anybody out there got their Tyson seasoned beef strips yet? No. Good. Let me, let me tell you, I made a mistake. I don't think you like them at all. We all have different tastes. I think you people will puke from them, okay? Just leave them for me. Don't go cleaning the stores out. Leave them for me. Man, it, it, it's, it, you know, it's one of those things. You put it in the microwave, you, you open it up, you put it in your uh, bowl or with dish or whatever, you put, and it's, it's shocking. Usually, anything in a microwave is mediocre at best. You're hoping it's edible. Shockingly good. I mean, like, really good. Something you'd want to have again, like soon. Here's a lady in Delray Beach. Hello. Hi. I want to know what's the problem with your advertising department. They never call me back. About what? I want to advertise on your show. Yeah. And they never call me back. Why not? I don't know. Well, who, who are you trying to get a hold of? Um, I don't know who to get hold of. I've called her. I faxed them. I've emailed them. They never call me back. How do you like that? Probably, probably, like it it probably stems from our sales manager. She's having a little bit of a problem these days. She's having like an emotional, uh, sounds like to me. Call, uh, call John Hennis, H-E-N-I-S, rhymes with uh, heinous. Uh-huh. And uh, get, get through to him. Either leave a message, because John is very conscientious, and if you leave a message on his voicemail or get a hold of him, he'll uh, take care of you. Do you want to advertise on your show for gift certificates for men to buy for their wives? Right. At a skincare massage clinic. Uh-huh. See? Been trying to do it for two months. Yeah. Well, call up Don't John. you think it'd be a great idea to advertise to your listeners for them to buy their wives a gift certificate? They don't ever have to leave their house. They can just do it with a credit card. Whatever you say. Oh. Like I said, call up John Hennis, okay? We already had one free plug with Captain Singh. Call up John and uh, spend some money. Sounds like uh, some kind of a hooker to me. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Medley. Hello. Hey, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, two things. Yes. Seriously, why do why do homosexuals need more rights than everybody else? They don't. They just need the same ones, okay? And I'm as not, far okay. as you're, and let me ask you something. Where, no, are, you, no, no. where are you from? Where are you from? I'm not trying to be a smart No, let, let me ask you. Where, where are you from? I'm from Miami. No, no. Where, where are you from originally? Originally, Connecticut. Oh yeah, we'll go back there. Okay. From Connecticut. 
Sounded like a Julio to me. There's no Julios in Connecticut, are there? No. Sounded like a real grease ball to me. We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Maricon, maricon, maricon. Hey, listen, where do you go when you're feeling lucky? Hollywood Seminole Gaming, which brings to mind two words, cash and excitement. Hollywood Seminole Gaming's got 550 gaming machines, which pay out big time, including a special bank of machines with jackpots starting at 100 grand, going as high as 389 grand. Hollywood Seminole Gaming offers all the great poker action you could ever want. Seven card stud, Omaha Hilo, Texas Hold'em, Seminole 234, as well as weekly poker tournaments and daily mini tournaments with all kinds of buy-ins and rebuys for the experienced player or the novice too. Hollywood Seminole Gaming's four daily sessions of high-stakes bingo waiting for you every day of your life. 11.15 in the morning, 3, 7.15, 10.45 p.m. Don't forget the Hollywood Seminole Gaming Miami Dolphins Gold Rush is still going strong. Register by filling out an entry form, then listen to this week's Dolphin game here on QAM, and you could take home this week's jackpot of five grand. Sounds okay to me. It's all waiting for at Hollywood Seminole Gaming on the corner of 441 and Sterling Road. Open whenever you're in the mood to plunge a little bit. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even on Simchas Torah. Tons of free parking and valet parking, too. South Florida's most exciting place to hit the big money jackpots. It's at Hollywood Seminole Gaming. This is 560 QAM. Where do you find Ed Kaplan? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. There's no in, in the church. About movement. Now would be nice. About movement. Had too much rice on my toilet. Where I belong would be paradise. About movement. Finally begun, I can wait to empty my colon, and if you come in here, I hold your breath from this moment on. I don't know exactly when this is done. Maybe. I would just sit there and die for you finally I did to do about moving now I'm in a rush I am Next time you're standing in the crowded elevators or in a long line of the supermarket checkout and somebody cuts real, real bad cheese and it's just wafting up into your nostrils and you're like a captive audience, like a prisoner with nowhere to go, ask yourself, is there a God? No, seriously, that's a really good time to examine that question. And if anybody can answer that question yes at that point, you seriously need mental assistance, okay? As that just comes, that pungent aroma comes up into your nostrils and nauseates and sickens you and makes you want to upchuck meals you haven't eaten for years. Ask yourself, is there a God? No. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Hello. 
Hey, hello. Uh, yes, sir. Neil, how are you today? Great. Good. Um, we're going down to southern Palm Beach County to buy your new tape at Borders. Where's Borders? God bless you. Well, Borders in southern Palm Beach is in uh, Boca, and there's one in Boynton Beach. That far south, not in Palm Beach. No, no not, not in Palm Beach. We don't, they won't let us in there. Oh, okay. Too well, the other thing, for look for a, for a good game for the Jets to beat Miami in two weeks. Yeah, okay, thank you. Whatever you say. Okay, we have an open line in Dave, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Do I care about that? No. Absolutely not. How about Jimmy and Danny? Let's hear about... And good old... Come on, let's hear more about that. Here's a Coral Springs. Hello? Neil, how are yes, you? Yes, sir, okay. Good. Uh, as tax season approaches and we're starting to spend our money on taxes, I needed to call you to tell you about two things. On um, And please hear this out. Number one, I was on a cruise over the weekend. And uh, I boarded my dog, and they said to me when I boarded the dog, why don't you have a dog tag on there? And I said, well, we never really had a dog tag. And they said, well, you know, they go door to door looking for dogs that don't have dog tags. And I said, is that what we spend our tax dollars on? Who, who goes door to door? The, 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 the no-tag doggy call. police? Yeah, the, 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 the no-tag the no doggy police, yeah. Right, right. And that's what we spend our tax dollars on. Mm-hmm. And the second itch, I guess I could call it. Well, both my fact, dogs have got tags, so thank God that I'm safe from the no-tag doggy police. Oh! They have nothing better to do. Yeah. That's, that's the first Well, why don't you, why doesn't your dog have a tag? Didn't you get, like, uh, yearly shots or anything? Aren't yeah. you taking care of the dog? Yeah, the dog gets yearly shots. Then why don't you have a tag? I, you know what? I never thought about it, Neil. I, maybe I should have tags. But the fact no, no, you, matter, you know, you're missing the point. They get, sir, listen, I don't want to say right. that you're uh, fibbing. But the fact is that when you get your yearly shots, including a rabies shot, they give you a tag at the vet. That's automatic. That's part of what you're paying for. They give you a little slip of paper, and they give you a tag to put on a dog's collar. Trace this call, George. We've got a dog abuser. <laughs> Second call. No, no, seriously. Let's, I want to I go back on this. I don't want to like put right, well, then let's, We can talk about that. The fact of the matter is that I didn't understand that. When I was at the vet, they said, uh, you don't have your dog registered. Uh, and we keep it's a, it's a the dog's two years old. It's a purebred dog. We spent an awful lot of well, money. What the, on it. Don't have them registered with whom? With the state. You don't have a tag, and if you don't have a tag, they'll come to your door. Sir, are you listening to the words that are coming from my lips? Let me say it again. When you, if you did take your dog, and if he's only two years old, it is a must that you took your dog sometime to the veterinarian and got that series of shots, including the rabies shot, at which point they give you a tag. They don't ask you about the doggy police. They give you a tag. Trace that call and get this guy busted right away, okay? He's probably got a nice two-year-old puppy there in his house, and this guy ain't take care of the dog. And there's nothing worse than people that abuse and don't take care of their pets. And he's complaining about it. In fact, I hope there is a doggy police. I hope we give them the phone number and the address, and they go there and bust his goddamn ass. Oh! Lion sack of crap. You know, what, what an old game, you know, uh, we've got people in this building that play that game, pretend they don't hear what you said. They just keep on talking. I've been around the block too many times for that game, pal. I just got through telling you, if you were telling us the truth and you took your dog to the veterinarian, got him his shots like he's supposed to get, or she, or whatever the hell it is, they give you the tag right there on the spot. They, they give it to you, and if you want, they'll even stick it on a, uh, on a collar if you're too lazy or stupid or uh, imbecilic to do it yourself. But a beat, but a boop, but about yeah, right. All these people want to complain and bellyache, but in the meantime, are they doing what they're supposed to be doing? No. Are they living up to their end of the bargain? No. Are they responsible? No. Boy, oh boy, I'm going to tell you something. Anybody that don't take care of their dog on my list, you're on my. Uh...
Yes, that's right. You're on my Crap. list. And it's for the dog anyway, so that they don't cut its head off and dig into its brain if it should bite somebody. The rabies thing. What? Just the way you said that, it was just so disgusting. It is disgusting. They don't cut their head off and dig into the, the dog. In, in that order, necessarily? Well, I assume that they cut the head off before they dig into the brain. How do you know that? I don't. Didn't work around this place. We have an open line at date, 5670560, found 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? How do you like that dog abuser? How try to pull one over on us? That's totally cruel. Can't believe that. Anyway, um, the reason why I'm calling is because I was on a cruise ship last year, and uh, there was a football player on the cruise ship, and they introduced him, what have you. He was a member of the Minnesota Vikings. But anyway, yesterday... Well, well, you expect to find a Viking, but on a ship. <laughs> anyway, I'm reading the... Um, the book you're reading about pros and cons. Yes, sir. And I'm reading the chapter that um, you know basically about the, uh, the the Vikings and how much how they're a bunch of criminals and right. who they mention on the book. Who guess who they mentioned? I have I don't remember. I have Same guy who was on the cruise ship with. Yeah. He had uh, beaten his girlfriend or something back in when he was in Kentucky. So I was like, oh. Okay. All right. Oh, great. But it's well, a great book. the territory. I mean, if you're a jock, aren't you supposed to beat up your girlfriend uh -huh. and your wife uh -huh. and usually both? Uh huh. Well, I mean, there are many of them who have, but. That's totally right. Anyway, there's an entire chapter devoted to the Minnesota Vikings. Right. The most corrupt team in sports. Mm -hmm. Not the Dolphins. And, and I'm going to tell you, when you can leave the Cowboys looking good by comparison, which, like the book says, they don't even bother with the Cowboys because as notorious and as much publicity as they've gotten, they pale into insignificance. But, hey, you guys that want to go out there and spend all your hard-earned money to support a bunch of criminals, a bunch of wife uh, beaters and uh, girlfriend abusers, and a bunch of uh, drug addicts, hey, be my guest. Go ahead. Have a good time. Salud, you know. We have an open line in uh, Dade County, 56. Oh, there's David Suarez might have my check. Where's my check, David? Hello? Yes, sir? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I'm not in charge of that part. Well, what, but... you know, who is in charge? I got a check coming for last week. They finally got the audio straightened out on that show, which I noticed last night for the first time in weeks that I bothered turning it on. And, uh, and I still can't get paid now for these bastards. Well, Neil, I mean, right now I'm not even working for them. So. You're not? No. What are you doing? Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for work. Oh, I see. Another Greg Reed promised me a job. No. That's no. <laughs> a joke. Just stay by the phone. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, I'm supposed to work on another show if there's tens later on. Oh. But by the way, I was wrong. I want to apologize for what I said because I did see the promo for that the other night, and uh, DT, whatever his name is, he is really grotesque. Yeah, well, I won't deny that, but I can't really comment. Cause I... No, I'm just, no, you don't need to comment. I'm just telling you. He's uh, scrawny and ugly and looks like a scarecrow on a bad day. But nevertheless, I wanted to thank you for the tickets. I, I was in L.A. when you got back, so uh, um, I wasn't able to thank you uh, for the hockey tickets that you gave me. And uh, now which, game, which game was that? It was uh, New Jersey Devils. They lost, but it was a good game. Uh huh. Uh, great, great. I've never been to a hockey game before, and it was. Well, that's good cool, because we've only had about three really entertaining home games all season so far. So the fact that you got to see one of them, then uh, thank God for that. Yeah, but you know what? When I was out in L.A., I uh, I got a chance to listen to Phil Hendry, and I actually had something for you. Yeah. And I was out there. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> all you can eat Negro. Actually, people request that out there. Of course. But uh, all the time. Um, they have a new Times out there, just like they have one here. Yeah. And it seems that uh, there, was a, there was a lesbian uh, talk show host there at KFI who worked with Phil. 
and uh, it seems like she's accusing Phil that... Oh, yeah, well, he, he, we talked to Phil a couple of weeks ago, and he told us all about that, and she's uh, suing everybody there for sexual harassment and making up stories about Phil's wife coming on to her, just all kinds of ridiculous crap. Right, well, I have the article that, uh, that they printed up about that over there, and I, I didn't know if you wanted it or not, but sure. I have it. If you want, I can bring it in. I'll leave it in there for you today. Okay. But uh, otherwise, I wanted to thank you for the tickets. I'm probably out of material. You must be very happy about the lockout because now you've got 100% hockey and boring football. Okay. But otherwise, take care. Okay, talk to a Rob and see where my check is, okay? Uh, he's butching up. Then we'll be even on the uh, tickets. He's working on butching up. This okay, thanks, David. Take care. We'll see you. Okay, two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. That whammy thing is kicking ass, baby. Oh! We don't have any idea how it's doing, but again, I'm pumping gas at mobile yesterday on Broward Boulevard. There's a young, light-complected guy. I don't know. He's a black, Puerto Rican, whatever the hell he was. I don't know. It doesn't make any difference to me. And he says, he's going by to go inside the thing. I'm pumping gas. I'm pumping it. And he says to me, hey, you're not Neil Rogers, are you? I said, yeah. And he comes back, shakes my hand. Love your TV show, man. It's great. Love people that speak their mind. Everywhere I go, people are watching that TV. Now, not this radio audience. They don't want to watch it because they've already heard it. And they know that it's outdated and that uh, it's bogus. But uh, there's a whole other group of people out there, a whole other category of living and breathing human beings who are glued to that thing on Whammy every night at 1030. And you can actually hear the sound now. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay. About that casino boat, I don't think it had anything to do with them them gambling inside of waters or whatever the case may be. Underwater? I think, well, underwater, over water. But if you piss enough people off and you don't treat them right, like your experience at the Rio, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you piss enough people off, you know, eventually, uh, you know, something like that's going to happen to you. Well, which means what? What does that mean? Well, have you ever been on that boat? No, of course no. not. I'll tell you what, I've been on there a couple of times, just the way they treat people. You know, you have people that... Well, what, that what does that have to do with Bob Butterworth and Ken Jenny going in there and staging a raid for the media and closing them down and uh, confiscating their slot machines? Because they, I mean, if, if they piss off the public and you don't want to go back and subsidize them, nobody is kidnapping people and forcing them to go on the ship. Well, if you screw, if you screw enough people enough times with... Yeah, okay, just, just keep saying it, okay? Just stand in front of the mirror and keep repeating it over and over and over again. Just say it over and over and over again until you just can't handle it anymore, because I can't. We have an open line in Broward, two and Dade, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Guy probably lost twenty bucks. Twelve twenty six at five sixty WQM. The Panthers take the road show to Buffalo for tonight's game with the Sabers. Chris Moore, Randy Moore, and Steve Goldstein host the action, starting with Panthers preview at six thirty on Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Holy cow, Aaron's coming. There's been a major setback today for the NBA lockout. Player representative, Shufro Abdul Kingfish. Oh, well, a Okay, 1231 at 560 WQM. What are you babbling about, George? We have an open line at Dade 1 at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. 
Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, first off, Broward County commissioners want to elect a mayor for Broward County. That means that they're going to have a big uh, battle of the assholes to see who wants to be chief asshole. Yeah. Uh, second of all, and I'm very opposed to that, by the way, on the Atkins side, which I'm not familiar with at all, are there any restrictions on uh, olive oil and wine? You're useless to that. Olive oil, you can have all the olive oil you want, but wine, uh, little, maybe a little touch. No booze. Okay, just, just light on the booze. Okay, thanks. That's what I want to know. Have Go get, get the book, man. I'm telling you, it works. Yeah, uh, Borders? Is... Sure. Okay, well, could, because I can pick up one of your CDs while I'm doing okay, that. Okay, great, thanks. And good to have your audio back on the show. I watch the show because I don't always get to hear all the... Well, it doesn't matter now, but good to have your audio. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, it's good to be able to hear the show. That's good on the TV thing, to be able to actually hear what the guy is saying. Two open lines in Broward, one in Dade, five in Dade. All of them, they're dropping off like flies here. Man, this is, I don't get this place. I don't get you people. I don't get this town. I don't get this state. I don't understand it. I just, uh, no matter if I live to be 600, if I live to be 900 like Methuselah, I'll never understand it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Just keep beating them overhead with a goddamn mallet. They love it. They just lap it up, baby. They, they just uh, soak it up. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? Neil? Okay. All right. Last night, that game, uh, I think we saw Brian Murray's uh, philosophy in action with uh, Worrell. You know, if it, if he's big, he must be good, you know, for a hockey player. Yeah, they, he likes he's the size queen. I told you that a long time ago. Yeah. He likes big, yeah. You know, and then what we got waiting in the rent wings is another one of his uh, big players, Chris Wells. Yeah, you know, is supposed to be a superstar How's later. How's he doing? Yeah, uh, you know, I I hope he never comes back. I mean, the guy's got no heart. You can see that when and he, he can't skate, he can't, and he can't you know, score, he don't do and he can't pass, and he can't play because he's perpetually injured. And uh, have a great day. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, all three in Dade, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay. Uh, I don't know if you caught this morning. I'm on fighting the, the good uh, fight, sir. Fighting the good fight. <laughs> I don't know if you caught this morning. Tim Hardaway interviewed on uh, 560. I heard his voice come on here, and I immediately punched into the uh, CD position. Yeah, I, I. Why the hell do I want to hear Tim Hardaway? Uh, I was. I mean, uh, see, I you know I realized that it, it, the people have got nothing to talk about besides Jimmy and Danny, so our sports people are desperate for a little variety. But why do you want to hear what a uh, what some overpaid jock is doing while the NBA is, is uh, on strike and not playing? Who the hell gives a crap what he's doing now? Why, why would anybody care in, in their right mind what Tim Hardaway is doing? Well, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, poor Tim needs some uh, elocution lessons. Uh, how, 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 how about Edger and uh, whatever that kid, James, whatever that kid for the Hurricanes? They interviewed him the other day on this station. I, I was in the car. I wanted to cry. This kid can't say hello. He is so inarticulate. And, oh, he's going to be a star. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, man, this, this sports thing is just out of control. It is insanity. Total. Just total. And what I kind of a so name that be anyway, Edgerin? Yeah, I, I feel hey, so Ed, sorry how for you doing, morning, Ed? You know? What is it? Okay, okay, have thought... a great day. Whatever you said. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, all three in Dade, five, six, seven. You're playing pretty hard to get today, guys. Although I will tell you, I sure feel a lot better since we stopped giving crap away on the show. I'll tell you that. Boy, that was the worst. We got sucked and lulled into a whole period of time there when we were like buying the people who had nothing to say. In fact, on the uh, show last night on Whammy, I had my uh, tickets for the opening home game, the Tampa Bay game, because I was going to be away that weekend. 
and giving them away. And I had some broad, some bitch on the phone who was already on the phone, and she pretends that she's got some hockey thing she wants to talk about, and now she starts sucking around for the tickets. Did I give them to her? No. You bet I didn't. Five six seven oh five sixty. Any interest here today in the Neil Rogers show on five sixty WQAM? No. Anybody with anything to say? No. Anybody concerned about the raids on the cruise ships last night? No. Anybody concerned about the uh, Dade County passing the gay rights thing yesterday? No. Anybody concerned about the, anything in the world? No. About the uh, anything? Man. Mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, call me nuts, but I just moved You're to Miami Beach. Like I so. said. From Nuts. Atlanta. Crazy. I know. Lunatic. Uh, Masochist. <laughs> I get the feeling that, besides that mistake, that uh, when Atlanta's hockey team starts up next year... It's going to be a big bomb, just like it was before. Well, it's going to go up in flames, just like it did before. Uh, as much Atlanta's as a crappy game. sports town. You know it, and I know it. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling that it's going to be uh, better than... At least run better than the Panthers. How do you know but, that? Uh, who knows? We'll see. I think how, how do you that, know uh, that? Based on what? They don't even have a team yet, and you're already uh, predicting it's going to be run better? How, based yeah, well, on what? Well, how much does Ted Turner have in, in stake in that new hockey team? I, ha- I haven't got any idea. You're, at, you're, you're from Atlanta, and you're asking me? Well, that's I don't know. All right. Thanks, Neil. You, you don't know? Does he have any part? Is he involved in that? Well, as far as I know, uh, I mean, he, he, choose, he chose the general manager, uh, and I'm not sure who that is. I think it's Brian Cashman. And Center? I don't know, but uh, Brian I don't know. Cashman. Feeling... Who the hell is Brian? I know Wayne Cashman. Who's Brian Cashman? Uh, Br- no, no, Brian Cashman. Who the hell is Brian Cashman? Who is that? Uh, well, I guess we'll see you next year. Okay, thank you. Uh... <laughs> oh God! Oh, that was the best. That was uh, Thank you, sir, for moving here from Atlanta, if only for just making that call. You have made my day. You made my week. You made my day. You made my month. You made my year. He's the general manager of the New York Yankees, Brian Cashman. He's the general manager of the New York Yankees? I was just told. I never heard of Brian Cashman in my life. And if he's the general manager of the New York Yankees, what business has he got being general manager of the Atlanta, whatever they're going to be calling him? Since Calgary's already got the flames that used to be the Atlanta flames where they bombed big time, just ask Jiggs McDonald. He'll tell you. Oh, he needs some work. 21 before 1 at 560 WQAM. Do you want to get a great card, a great value? You might. And well, before I do the spot, I asked him, who is Brian Cashman? Did he know? No. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea who that is. Does this guy know? No. He's given me a name. Who is he? Do you know? No. You want to get a great car at a great value? Uh-huh. Well, then go to Potemkin Toyota on 441 and 193rd Street. Potamkin Toyota will not only sell you a car at the lowest price in town, they'll give you great service that nobody else can touch. That's the thing that really makes them. In fact, the day I had my car wreck uh, a little over a year ago, I pulled into their lot and they treated me like royalty and they gave me an ice pack and they said, hey, we'll uh, help you up and someday you'll be talking good stuff about us and here I am. Potamkin Toyota introduced windshield pricing which makes buying or leasing a Toyota as easy as walking through the doors, picking out the car you want and there's the price on the windshield. You know it's the lowest price in town because that's what they're famous for. It's staring you right in the face. Potemkin Toyota's got Corollas, Camrys, Avalons, the new Solara. You want a great sport utility vehicle? Check out Potemkin Toyota's 4Runners or Land Cruisers. Or how about a great Toyota Tacoma truck? 
Potamkin Toyota's got all these vehicles ready for delivery, waiting on you right now. And go to business with our great friends that treat you like royalty at Potamkin Toyota, or call them at 930-TOYOTA for the best deal and the greatest in service. Potamkin Toyota on 441 at 193rd Street, just two quick miles east of PP Park. Potamkin Toyota, no bald-headed geek, no hassles, no fuss, just great deals every time. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Does your underwear stink? So you think you probably need a stronger laundry detergent, huh? Uh -huh. Well, actually, no. You need a stronger body soap, and we have just the thing for you. It's called Can Scrub Plus. The name says it all. This special body soap will scrub your can. Plus, on the reverse side of the bar is a highly specialized crotch cleaner. For boys, the tube-shaped crotch cleaner is both effective and enjoyable to use. And for girls, the rod-shaped crotch cleaner does a very thorough job. It's Can Scrub Plus. Clean your crack, then have all the incentive you'll ever need to clean your front side for hours on end. Can Scrub Plus. Because a stinky crotch can ruin your day. Or at least your underpants. 1244 at 560 WQAM. Tell that to the French, please. Here's a mobile in uh, Boca. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. You got any free tickets to the Sabre game? Yes. I want to go. We got some plane tickets for you, too, right? Yeah. Did you see the game last week, or did you hear about You were out of town, I was right? not here, and I did not see it. I was in Vegas losing money. Did anybody tell you about that game? What about it? It was a bloodbath. Yeah, I know that. I read about Six it. Six guys got ejected. Uh, Barnaby got cut with no call. Another guy got his face busted open on the board. Yeah. It's going to be good tonight. Gonna be, well, Rob, Rob Ray is suspended, of course, so he won't be playing. Yeah, but, but Barnaby will be playing, and of course oh, the yeah. big black guy named Peter will be playing, and maybe they'll knock the crap out of him and get him out of the lineup. It's going to be worth watching. Yeah, I'll know, be watching I know it. you don't like to watch the games. Although, let's see, uh, that game starts at 7, because I know the Leafs and the Kings are playing at 7.30. That'll be on the dish. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. It's a good one. I'm going to record it. Okay, have a great time. Okay, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. What did he say? Here's uh, Virginia Key. Hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I just calling back on uh, the fact that the ordinance did pass. Right. I spoke to you yesterday. I was surprised that actually it was uh, Dennis Moss that, that okayed it and not Miriam Alonzo. You expected Miriam Alonzo to vote for it. She already said when she voted for the hearing, she said that she was against it. Right, but I, you but know, I, did, you, I did, didn't, did you really expect one of the Hispanic members of the uh, commission to vote for it? That's did you why I didn't, honestly, I didn't think it would pass. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be one of those six... six uh, yeah, six yeses, and, and let's get him to shut up for a while. Now, this uh, role guy, this is this a dark-complected commissioner? Is that... Uh... Yes, Dennis Moss? No, no, not Dennis Moss. Role, R-O-L-L-E. R-O-L-L-E. Let me see. I got pictures here. He voted... No. I don't have his picture here. I wonder if he's akin uh, to Esther. No say, but I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, okay. I'm just curious because he voted uh, no in the negatory. You know, again, the, money... the Bible and the, we don't need special rights and yada yada. All, this other, all these other excuses for our bigotry. You yeah. know, when they were screaming at me, you know, one of the uh, one of the Hispanic pastors, I asked him if he spoke English, and he said yes. And I said, can you say separation of church and state? Mm -hmm. And you know, they and he said, K. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, well, it goes to show that even in repressive Dade County with this uh, homophobic uh, Hispanic influence that's so pervasive and overwhelming, in spite of that, that we're finally coming into the, uh, out of the dark ages and that uh, the law is finally saying, hey, guess what? You can't discriminate against any one group of people uh, no matter what, you know, what the hell they are. They just don't want their friends from highly SEM and Ozone. Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> yeah, a good plan. day. Okay, congratulations to you. There you go. A lot of people, a lot of uh, folks worked hard on that thing. They were working on it and the uh, ordinance, too. 
got it passed in Dade County. Broward, of course, three years ago got that passed. And in Palm Beach, too, I believe, from a positive. All these good Christians screaming, Jesus, Jesus. All, you know, I read the whole thing in the paper this morning. Makes you want to get on your hands and knees and puke. The fact that here we are wasting our time. You know, all these supposed, see, Christians in America today, uh, those people who talk the loudest about being Christians, all that does is mean I'm a bigot when they tell you that. I'm a bigot, I'm an uh, axe murderer, whatever the hell I am. How about going out and instead of being, spending so much of your time and energies on bigotry and your right to discriminate and hate people, how about going out and helping some homeless people? How about going to a hospital helping some people who are dying and lonely? How about uh, doing a million different positive things that you might be doing? Oh, no, they don't have time for that because they've got to uh, spread the good word, you know. They've got to make sure who's naughty and nice. Here's Miami Springs. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Uncle Neil? Okay, sir. Two things. Number one about the hockey game. It was an awful loss. It was a terrible loss, but it was still just a loss. You had a great game the night before against Buffalo, the last game against Buffalo. You were on a two-game streak. It was a bad loss. It was two seconds away from being, uh, you know, a... a Barely a win, but it would have been a win. No, it was six-tenths of a second away from being a win. My point is... Are you trying to rationalize the fact that they blew the game with a lot of stupid play last night and that this team has got is uh, is just suffering from a serious lack of talent? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm just saying that scoring wasn't a problem last night or the game before. The plenty of goals coming in. And how about the goaltending? Was that good? It was awful. It was, uh, it was and how, how about uh, on the power play when the Rangers went three for six on the power play? Was the penalty killing good? The penalties, absolutely. I'm not denying that. Yeah. There, was, there was still just one bad no, loss. No, it doesn't make any difference whether it's just, first of all, you have to look at the way that they lost, and secondly, you have to look at the way that they're really playing. If you want to take the Buffalo game and make that the barometer of what this team is really all about, then you're deluding yourself. Take all the other games around it. Take the Coma game in Tampa. Take the, uh, the Blackhawk game. I'm, I'm giving you a couple of games that they won that were horrendous performances. Take the Detroit game. Take the Vancouver game. Take the uh, Boston game, the one nothing coma-inducing game. This is not a good team right now. Thank God we're in the Southeast Conference. About my other thing. No, no, but I mean, why, why are you trying to delude yourself? Why can't we no. talk these things intelligently? It's not a good team. No, it's not a good team. Like I said, thank God we're in the Southeast Conference. We're going to crush anyone else. But it, uh, it doesn't make any difference what division they're in because uh, it's still the top eight in the conference go to the playoffs. It makes no difference what division you're in. Uh, ESPN said it best by saying, can you believe either Carolina or Florida might be a number three seed? Yeah. <laughs> Grotesque. About the, uh, the movement that passed yesterday, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm not a gay rights activist, but I can't understand why anyone would want to vote against any kind of anti-discrimination rule anywhere. Mm -hmm. All it basically was was an anti-discrimination Well, well most, of, most of the commissioners who voted against it were Hispanics, so what does that tell you? That, you know, they're pandering to their constituency, their homophobic constituents, most of whom are in the closet. Let me give you anyone, I mean, everyone talks about special rights and special privileges. There's nothing special. No, there's it's nothing just... special. It just says you can't get fired and you can't get denied housing. Uh, you can't be discriminated against just because you happen to be gay. The, the, the same rights that everybody else has and uh, like we should have. Just the fight that they had to put up shows you what kind of a backwards-ass country we're in. Yes, sir. Have a nice day. And Uncle God man. bless us all, as Tiny Tim would say. 10 before 1 at QAM. We have an open line in Dade. I mean, I understand. I mean, I've been living here a long time. I'm well aware of this whole Hispanic, self-hating kind of thing, you know. Maricón, Maricón. Because the one who yells loudest, Maricón, that's the Maricón. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, you know, I've traveled all over Europe, and I've seen the attitudes there. I've been in uh, Italy, seen the attitudes uh, there. And when you're dealing with Hispanics, you're dealing with a lot of closet cases. The reason that there's this tremendous emphasis on this macho thing is because there are a lot of people who are embarrassed about the fact that, uh, you know, that they like doing anything that moves. If it's breathing, they'll do it, and even if it's just it's still warm. It may not be breathing, but if it's still warm, it might be okay, too, whether it's male, female, or uh, of undetermined origin. 
But rather than admitting that, it's too embarrassing, so we got to be real macho and uh, show everybody how homophobic we are, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Medicon, 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 communista, communista. Just call everybody a lot of names, okay? And show your ass to the world. Maybe they might like it. We have an open line of date, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. So once again, the Christian right, just like in the election on November 5th, once again yesterday in Dade County, you lose. Oh! That's right. Because uh, the Christian right, I love the bumper sticker that says the Christian right is neither. And that's absolutely correct. They're not Christians, and they're not, uh, they're not right. All they are are right-wing fanatic lunatic bigots is what they are. Oh, this is for the lady from the Christian Coalition, and you're going to be off the air. You want to bet, sweetheart? Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, uh, two things here. First of all, uh, I'm very happy that uh, in Miami we really don't care what happens in the All-Star game. And uh, I'm just glad nobody cares, because I really don't. And I'm so. And I don't either. Absolutely, and I'm so sick. If I, sir, if I had one second of my life to be concerned about whether or not the uh, Major League Baseball is going to play the All-Star game, I would get a bullet and put it through my brain because I would know that my life is totally meaningless. How could anybody waste their time worrying about whether the All-Star game is going to be played in my life? How does it change anything? And, the, and I hear Depot whining this morning, making all these excuses like... Somehow that's going to have a negative impact on the Marlins. Well, we're not talking about the Marlins, okay? Absolutely. How many Marlins are going to be playing in the All-Star game? Well, I mean, I'm just even more happier than base. Hey, we're taking away the All-Star game, and it's like, yeah, so. Yeah, but just prepare yourself for this big onslaught now with the, uh, you know, the push for the new stadium. You, that, that's, that's already started with Dave Hyde's stupid column this morning. Great. Well, well Neil, the other thing I want to talk about is uh, you're a Toronto native. and uh, what's going what? On? You're from Toronto, you said? When did I ever say that? Oh, I thought, I thought you said you were from Toronto. When when did I say that? Oh, okay. No, I thought I'm you did. I'm from Rochester, New York, sir, I right guess. across the lake. I could almost swim from Rochester, <laughs> Toronto, but I'm not from Toronto, but probably a 40-year Toronto Maple Leaf fan. But uh, the last time I checked, the Leafs had 28 points. Oh! Uh, this this separatist thing that's going on up there. You and know what I say? Uh, first of all, it's got nothing to do with Toronto. If you know Canada, it's got to do with Quebec and Montreal. Absolutely, and absolutely. And as far as I'm concerned, if the, le- the rest of Canada were smart, they would encourage them to separate, let them eat uh, croissants or whatever they want, and get rid of them, okay? Because there's nothing worse than a frog. Oh, jeez. I mean, to have the opportunity to separate yourself from those frogs. I'm I mean... telling you, the, bi- the business people have moved out of Montreal like there's a plague there, and they moved to Toronto and uh, any place else, but they have just flown out of uh, Montreal because the hate that exists there based on the language thing is uh, is psychotic. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. French, French Canadians, I, I mean, it's the same type of attitude. Yeah. You know, hey, to have an opportunity to move away from them, it, I, I take it. Then, well, all, we're all, by the way, we're also sending the old Cubans to uh, Quebec, too, as a matter of fact. Uh, well, that doesn't bother me. I'm a young Cuban. Okay, have a great day, all the old Cubans, pack up your uh, your uh, medianoches, baby, and your guayabarras, because we're sending you to Quebec right away. Oh! You may not like the weather up there, but you'll fit right in with those frogs. You can argue back and forth in French and Espanol. That's it. Parlez-vous douchebag. There you go. All these people that want to use their language as a weapon and uh, punish everybody. Oh, Jesus. Guys are in business up there with uh, with with uh, restaurants, with little uh, mom and pop restaurants, and they had had the audacity to have signs in English, and hassling the hell out English and French. Oh no, no signs in English. Crazy, crazy people, the frogs. And when we had that story about you know about the French people and how they don't bathe very often and they use very little soap because maybe they're maybe they're afraid they're going to drop it. You think that could be the reason? Uh-huh. The French don't use a lot of soap. They're afraid they might drop it. How about if we invented soap on a handle? That old Pope soap on a rope, that might be good. That might do him real good. Maybe if it smelled like cheese. 
Yeah, oh, no, they already do. They already got that without the soap. Well, you ought to know. Ten before, five before one, twelve fifty-five at five sixty WQAM Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Roger Show now on five sixty WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale. It's not just the one to two hour; it's a phenomenon. I didn't make a mistake. But also, gotta wish this Christmas season peace on earth will have new meaning. With bunches of broads on the White House lawn, walking in an intern wonderland. All right. On the way is the blue dress. Monica never confessed. Squirt, squirt. I wear the right tie, can start as my die, walking in an intern wonderland. In the meadow, I can get a snow job, and pretend I think it isn't wrong. All right, and back to you. One o'clock at 560 WQM. The Hank Goldberg Show will be live and direct and erect from uh, Shula Stake 2 today at 2 o'clock. And then we got Josh and uh, Clarence, did I say that right, at 6 o'clock tonight? Did I say that right? I thought it was Corey. Jo like I said, Josh and Corey at 6 o'clock. I, I don't know any of these people. I've never seen any of these people. I don't know who they are. And in about, what is it, 10 years when we finally move into the same building here, we'll actually uh, see who they are, and then we'll say, oh, well, it's no big deal. And uh, 6.30, we got the pregame show with the Geldy because 7 o'clock, we got the game, baby, the Panthers and the Sabres. Any interest? No. Okay. And our good friend Eddie Kaplan after the game, who's an even better friend than ever because he sent us a great check for Center One, which we thank him profusely. Don't forget, you can go to Borders, pick up the Best of Neal, Volumes 1 and 2. This Saturday will be at uh, Shells and Pembroke Pines, which the address is 11825 Pines Boulevard, directly in front of the Pembroke Lakes Mall. 5 to 7 p.m. we'll be there with all our uh, Best of Neal stuff. Or you can call and order uh, direct from Center One if you like, 563-3600, 563-3600, that's a 954 number. Or just check out our website, neilrogers.com. You can order direct off there, too. Okay, where we be going? Here's uh, Hollywood. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, this is John Hollywood. Yes, John. Yeah, I just, uh, you're a real big fan now up in Walkington, Ontario. I sent him a copy of your playing bagpipe. Yeah. CD. And the people are going crazy up there. Oh, they do that a lot up there, is what I hear. There's a big uh, uh, bagpipe band or band up there. Right. And uh, I mean, you're a hero. They they're probably blowing tooting on it right now. Oh, they are. Yeah. They're, they're really. Is there a uh, way they want CDs? Is there a place that uh, an address that I can they can order them? Well, just give them that number. They can call and order them. Nine five four. Okay. Five six three. Five six three. Thirty six hundred. 3600 And they'll have it in no time. Oh, great. I've been a big fan of yours for... And playing bagpipes is on there, by the way. That's on, the, on volume on, one. Right. It's on there, and that, they, they went crazy over that. Great. And they just love it. And I've been a fan of yours for years and years. Talked to you, uh, called before, back on another station. Oh, we don't want to say that. No, I know. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Okay, thanks right? a lot. See you around, eh? All right. Okay. We have an open line at Broward. Five, Spare some change, mister? 5670560, five, pound 560. Come on, say it louder, sweetheart. I can't... Some change, mister. Can't hear you. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, how you doing? Great. 
<clears throat> I listen to you quite often. I mean, I think you're a very common sense kind of guy. Yes, I am. Now, now the thing that's been passed. I'm the voice of reason. Make no mistake about it. Just yes, ask yes, me. You are. Now, the thing is, I understand is now being discriminated against being gay. That means that if a person, for some reason, other than the fact that their sexual orientation is denied a certain right, for example, to be living somewhere, to be working somewhere, whatever the case may be. Yes. Now, don't you think that will be abused to some degree? Uh, in, in, what, in what way? In, 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 in saying that perhaps the reason why they weren't afforded those uh, rights or, or that, uh, for example, let, let's use uh, rent, that they, they can't allow to live in that particular uh, apartment building or whatever the reason was, was because the uh, the reason was that they were gay. And, and in fact, it wasn't. Wouldn't that, isn't there well, kind well, of well, a, what would be the reason? How about, how about blacks? Do you think that blacks use it as an excuse if people try to exclude them from renting in their buildings? Didn't we pass civil rights, rights legislation to prevent that from happening, which was happening all the time? True. True, I understand what you're saying perfectly. And again, uh, I mean, I, I'm glad that it's happened. But I mean, I, just because I'm you just... file a complaint doesn't make it automatic. You obviously have to prove your case that you're being discriminated against because you're black or gay or Jewish or whatever you are. You have to prove the case. But they've passed it in hundreds of uh, counties and uh, places all over the country, and I don't read about any problems with it. Well, it's just, it's just something that I thought about and wanted to pass to see what you thought about that. Well, let me I, I, hope, I hope it's never abused so we never lose rights. But now, lose what right? To discriminate? Yeah. No, no, no. Not only uh, not, not discriminate, but to that, that people will not abuse the, the, the mere fact that we're getting all these things passed uh, in order to have uh, equality um, in our put, community. Put your mind at ease, pal. Nobody, nobody's going to come running out saying I'm a fag in America today because they want to uh, make some kind of a case. Trust me. All right. And have a great day. Okay, we have an open line in uh, Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, this is John down at Gulfstream Park. All right. Hey, I uh, listened to you the other day when you were talking uh, about the golf to the golfer that was stuttering, uh, when you were talking about uh, golf being a, a game and not a sport. I got a big kick out of that. Well, that must have been a tape. That's when I was in Vegas. That was a tape. Well, anyway, uh, tape. You, you said something about uh, jockeys being good athletes. Yes, they are. Well, I tell you, pound for pound, they're probably as good athletes as anybody in the world, and they're fearless. I would say next to hockey players, they're probably the best athletes in the world. Oh, absolutely. You're, you're right. Anyway, the reason I... Anybody who watches uh, horse racing, especially thoroughbred racing, more so than harness racing, but anybody who watches it like with binoculars and real closely and sees how close those horses come uh, and then, of course, he's that ter terrible accident we had yesterday at Calder. Oh, horrible. I mean, uh, realizes just how much danger is involved there. Absolutely, absolutely. The reason I really called is I, I just don't know what's wrong with our justice system. I read the, today in the paper about this little six-year-old girl that was beat to death by her father. Right. And uh, he stuffs her in a duffel bag and throws her in the forest, and, and then they put him in jail in protective suiting and won't let him out into the general population right. because they're afraid he'll get no, we beat we got to protect him, that's right. Nobody was there to protect his little girl, but we got to protect him now, right? Oh, my God, you know, I'd, I'd just love to have my way with him for just a few minutes. I, I said somebody called about this in the beginning of the show, and I said what they ought to do is have a special place instead of protective. They ought to have, like, a non-protective place, like throwing the Christians to the lions like the Romans used to do. They ought to, like, put him Absolutely. in a special area and just, let them, just turn the other way like they often do and just uh, let him do whatever they want. I tell you, I sure, I sure enjoy your show, and uh, if you ever make it down to Gulfstream, I'm in Barn 23. My name is John. Okay. And uh, maybe I can uh, come up with a horse for you to catch a game. All right. On. Sounds good to me. Thanks, John. Okay. We'll see, see you. you. Anybody can come up with a horse for me. I'm uh, their friend immediately. We have an open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 
Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Just like at Pompano Park. I've been going there. I've been a good friend with theirs. I've been the number one promoter in the media of Pompano Park for 100 years now. Has anybody ever come up with a horse for me at Pompano Park? No. Ever. Ever once. Has my good friend Kelly Shepard ever come up with a horse? No. My close good personal friend Wally Hennessy. Did Wally ever come up with a horse? No. My close friend Kevin Wallace ever come up with a horse? No. Okay. I just, I just, my good friend Bo Hallett ever come up with a horse? No. Saw Bo the other night at Pompano Park. Did you give me a horse? No. My good friend Iron Mike. Did Mike ever come up with a horse? No. Two open lines in Dade County. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eighteen. I mean that's okay. We're used to losing up there. We're used to going up there and losing not too much. Just having a good time, having a few laughs, watching Fat Rich uh, go through his routine and run around the track yenting. He almost got shut out on one of my bets the other night because uh, he's up there talking with one of the uh, owners up there, and I'm saying, Rich, they're going to the post. Thirty seconds to post, and he's looking at me. He's just standing there, staring off into space, thinking about the last race which he uh, just blew. Go to the window, okay, Richie? You're a great guy, but go to the window. Get the bed in, okay? Please, just uh, go and get it in and cut the crap. Eight minutes after one at 560 WQAM. Sports Radio 560 QAM. If I'm going to suck on something, it's not going to be an oyster. If I'm going to suck hey, on hey, something, hey, it's... Hey, hey, I got to take it One percent. I ate the wrong thing tonight. Oh, okay, what the hell do you do now? Oh, I got to let my pants out. They feel a little too tight. And you don't go sniffing, and my kisskies are twisting for you. There's my dad of news, oh, Sadie. I don't know right now. This inside is driving me crazy. I don't I'll tread simply across the room here. To make it to the toilet safely <laughs> And you don't go sniffing when my kisses are twisted for you Don't bother me when I go. I'm gonna take my time. Cause if I drop a strong and long one, I'll feel fine. And you don't go sniffing when my kisses are twisting to you. And you don't go sniffing when my kisses are twisting to you. What do you say? 114 is 560 WQAM. You know, we were just, uh, the reason I was a little technically inept at the beginning of that. If I'm going to suck on something, it's not going to be an oyster. No, it isn't because Mandy said that. It's because uh, we're just discussing and realizing that Christmas Day and New Year's Day come on Fridays this year. Oh! Oh, my God. Which makes for a nice, long, three-day holiday weekends back-to-back, which sounds... Uh, oh! I'm just thinking to myself, where can I go on those weekends? Like, any place but here sounds pretty interesting. Okay, where are we going to a mobile in Hallandale? Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Yes, I want to comment on the uh, Quebec political situation. Yes? Have you ever been to Montreal? No, I have not. Oh, man. It's <laughs> Too many frogs. No, it's the one of the most beautiful historical cities, cities in the world. Right. And uh, with all this political well, there's nothing garbage. wrong with the city itself. It's the people who are there. That's the problem. Exactly. Well, that's the, that's the problem. Everybody knows that major economy that's brought into a city is its tourism. And if, with all this 
bilingual garbage. Right. Nobody's going to want to go there. The Francophiles the, against the Anglophiles and exactly. the uh, Frogs against the uh, whatever. I'm I'm from Montreal. I mean, right. I, I just graduated, and as soon as I got my degree, I just I flew down here. Six months, I'm down here in Florida, and I just got out of there so fast, you wouldn't believe. I don't blame you. And uh, I don't know what... Especially the way your hockey team is playing, I don't blame you either. <laughs> oh, don't comment on that. Oh, like, yeah. Florida's not any better, but... Uh, we just—that's another situation that people are on the Canadians. It's not any better. I got news for you. Canadians are barely ahead of Tampa Bay. You're just barely hanging on, uh, clinging to uh, an inch away from the bottom spot in the conference, man. Yeah, that's they well, stuck that's, join us. That's another situation because the the the, the francophones, the frogs that own that team, don't want to spend any money, and they have more money than anybody. Right. It's owned by the beer company, and they they have so much money they can't even invest on a. On a quality well, the Molson player. people can't recover. Since Labatt took over Hockey Night in Canada, the Molson people are licking their wounds, and they're just never going to be the same again. So you're in for a lot of long drought. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they're going to do up there, but I would like to go back. I really enjoy the city. It's, but... a, it's a good place to be from. Just keep that in mind. It's a great yeah. place to be from. Okay. that's an, And the talk show over there, I mean, it's such a fresh uh, fresh experience listening to you. You're just great on the radio. There, Exactly. Just, just a bunch they, of they run me out of town on a rail in two seconds up there, those frogs. Right. Those Pepsi's. Okay, pal. Thank have you. a great life. Parlez-vous. Uh, have a great life. We have an open line at Broward, one in day. See, that should be a lesson to all the people down here. Is it going to be a lesson? No. Will they learn anything down here? No. That uh, fighting over language, okay, it just doesn't get a language in uh, Canada. The last time I checked was English, as in the Queen's English. Language in this country is English. If you learn to speak other languages, we salute you. That's great. But speak English, okay, and quit uh, trying to use your language as a weapon like the frogs in Quebec, eh? Spare some change, mister? No. No. No chance. We don't even have a spare loony for all you cheap frogs up there, okay? Then they come down here and they poison the environment down here all winter long. Even though the loony's in the crapper, there'll be plenty of frogs down here with those uh, Quebec plates on. Those cheap bastards leaving non-existent tips, terrorizing the goddamn help in every restaurant, every establishment in this town. And that's the idea of tourism down here. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got the frogs to fall back on, okay? We got the loony toonies, baby. <laughs> Here's Miami. Hello? Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, you know how you mentioned sometimes that football is a gay club? Yeah. I was uh, watching a little college football this weekend, and um, that's a gay club, you moron. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know that the award for like the best linebacker, the is... best fudge packer, or oh, linebacker, the best linebacker, is named after like a very, very, uh, you know, tough-sounding football player. But if you say it really slow, yeah, it's dick, butt, kiss. Uh-huh. That sounds gay. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I, it's a never, club, you moron. I never noticed that all those yeah. years. I've... Well, those people in Chicago, they have fond, fond memories of dicks. Okay, we have two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. On a real smoking Wednesday, baby. It's good. It's been okay. It's had its moments. We've had our lulls, like uh, maybe two or three hours. It's uh, We're trying to keep them awake and alert and alive. That was great hearing from somebody who escaped from Montreal. Nice going, pal. Congratulations to you. Just don't make a mistake of going back. Those frogs will uh, terrorize you. They'll kill you. They'll destroy you. And if they don't do it with their laws, they'll do it with their aroma. Here's Pompano. Hello. Pompano. Going once. Going twice. Long pause. We know they're there. Can they do it? Can they muster the enthusiasm? Can they do it? In Pompano. No chance. Okay. Probably Wally Hennessy. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. And that's going to be our poll question, by the way, tomorrow. Do the French Canadians smell as bad as the French in France? Uh-huh. Do they really? Do they, uh, you know what I'm saying? 
do they bathe as infrequently as the Frenchmen in France? I should have asked this last guy. Do they shower more than once a month? No. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. Oh, man, Bernie Kelly. I'm, I'm from Miami, but I'm I'm going into Pompano Park here now. How are you? Great. All right. I'm going to claim a couple horses tonight. And uh, Speed Pine in the third race. Yeah. You got your good one right there. Speed Pine, Kevin Wallace, right. Yeah. Right down the road. And I'm, I'm planning on claiming him tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as well as another one. And, uh, now, wait, wait, is that horse out of the uh, Gordy Norris barn? Are they training that horse still? Right. Oh, and you're going to claim a horse off of them? Yeah. Good luck to you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you the other day. You said, thank God. I like that. All right. Okay, and good I, luck to you, pal. You'll need it. Got to claim a right. horse off Gordy Norris. Okay. We have uh, two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Oh, we got a lady mobile in Hollywood. This is a shock. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Um, I was listening before when you were talking about the. Remember the guy that called about uh, the animal shop, the vaccination. Yes, right. In Broward County, it's optional to purchase the tags. It's an additional ten dollars. Well, what do you mean it's optional? It's optional. In other words, you must get your dog inoculated for rabies. But it's optional that you actually purchase the physical tag. Well, what difference does that make? The fact is that this guy didn't do it. I understand that. But he's, what compla- I was he's, com- is- he's complaining that the uh, knock-on-the-door doggy police are going to be knocking on his door. And in the right. meantime, he was too cheap to cough up the 10 bucks to get exactly. them their dog tags. But, but you can have... You can get your animals inoculated without having he the didn't get, tag. He didn't dog. even get himself inoculated. Forget about his dog. <laughs> Excellent show, Neil. Okay, have a great day. Mm, bye-bye. Yeah, that guy was so full of crap. He's telling me one story and then another story, and bada-beep, bada-beep, he's all over the place. I think, I'm serious. We've got to trace that call and go there and take that dog out of there and save its life. Okay, we're getting down to the uh, bitter end now. Two open lines in day, two in Broward. Boy, I'm telling you, you have to just keep beating on these people and beating on them and yanking and twisting and chewing and pulling. And, man, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Where can I go December, Christmas? Well, of course, that's the only problem. It's Christmas everywhere. Oh, seriously, like Thanksgiving weekend, uh, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving the same time in Canada. So you go to Toronto on that weekend if you like. In Vegas, they don't... You know, we had no turkey on Thanksgiving? You mentioned that. Yeah. Well, let me say it again. We had no turkey on Thanksgiving because the room service menu was there. It's not like they had some kind of a special Thanksgiving turkey dinner. Because every day in Vegas, they, they treat like the same day. They don't want to treat it like something special. Like it's, you know, because they don't want you to wasting time with all that baloney. They want you to eat your meal fast, get back down there in a the casino, and lose your money and punch your brains out real good. So what would you have? What did I have? Instead of turkey. Steak. I had a that nice works. filet mignon. It was delicious. The pilgrims would have eaten cow if they had And one. that's right. The pilgrims were eating a lot of meat. We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in, uh, am I on the wrong line? I'm positive I am. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I was watching the game last night, and I think I figured out a way for Niedermeyer to play a little better. Yeah. I think they could remove the commentator's lips from his ass. Uh-huh. 
Out of material. Take care. Okay, thank you. This is this man trying to say that uh, Jeff Rimmer. I wonder what Rimmer thought about that uh, third period last night. They stunk. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, uh, you people that want to make your case for Robbie Niedermeyer, go ahead. I watched. In fact, if you watch when the uh, tying goal was scored there at the end of the game in the last six tenths of a second, he was standing there next to no Ranger player, just aimlessly skating between the blue line and the goal, just kind of like a lost puppy out there. Maybe he maybe he can go with this guy that don't have the dog tags that didn't get the inoculation for his dog. Maybe he can go live with that guy because he looks like a lost puppy dog out there two thirds of the time. Oh, yeah, look at the points. He's got a few goals. He's got. The, I got news for her. I keep my eye on him during the game special just to see if he's improving, if he's doing anything for us. And the answer almost always is no. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil, how you doing, buddy? Yes, sir. Great to have you back. From what? Uh, you mean from Vegas? Yeah. Well, I, I just got back from myself, so I really, you know, haven't heard you in a while, so it's, it's good to hear you. Listen, I have two things. Yeah. Uh, uh, first, I was reading this uh, autobiography, and uh, I think you're probably going to get a kick out of it. From Gra- uh, it's a new book, Grace Slick. Yeah. And she's actually, I think you'll get a lot out of it because she has um, pretty much your same views on a lot of issues, and she reminded me actually uh, of you. Yeah, but the best part is I I was able to get to that point of mind without doing any magic mushrooms. Yeah, so but I heard yeah, a lot of drugs and a lot of uh, crap. Yeah. Well, I think you'll find it quite uh, funny if you read through the book. And uh, the other thing is, uh, I don't know if you had actually a chance to see um, what's our friend of yours, the one, the one that uh, does all that porno stuff. Al Goldstein. Yeah, he was on the I think the I think it was the Sally Show recently. Yeah. Like last week, I mean, it was pretty funny. I mean, I had no idea he was that huge. He's huge. I mean, wow! And he said something that really stuck in my mind. He was is he huge. Ever, He's a monster in the porno business. Was he ever in the movies himself? Uh huh. No. Yes. Oh, boy. Something so grotesque that you if you want to go on a diet, man, just watch that for like about that? five minutes. Did he look like that when he was doing this? Worse. Even worse. If it, <laughs> In fact, he sent us a video with him and Ron Jeremy. There is more. Naked. Okay? Naked. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, man. That's Ron Jeremy. Oh, forget, forget about that. Exactly. Two of the hairiest, okay, have a great day. Two of the hairiest, most disgusting, blubber uh, pushed Jews I have ever seen in my life. Al Goldstein and Ron Jeremy. Just, uh... <laughs> Forking up a storm. We have an open line in Broward. Dade County is uh, where we have the chigger in a woodpile today. Just kicking them in the ass. It doesn't seem to work. Maybe they're like uh, licking their wounds yesterday. They're over yesterday, huh? All the Hispanic, Maricón, Maricón, Camarista. Maybe it just uh, didn't work. Maybe they're, maybe they're getting their uh, group together again, trying to figure out how they can do it next time. Or maybe they're just uh, fixing up some more uh, signatures on petitions for Xavier Suarez. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 125 at QAM. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Well, look at the glory hole. You've been to traditional whorehouses, and you've tried the local escort service. But the big problem with these is you're a real busy guy, and your life moves real fast. You don't have all that time it takes for your whore to get undressed, get ready, do the job, and then get paid. You just want to get in, get out, in and out, in and out, and then go. Well, then you're going to love this. It's the all-new Hump and Go, the prostitution station you've been dreaming of. Once you drive up to a Hump and Go, you'll see an escalator at the front door. Hop on. At the top of the escalator, you'll see one of our many fine prostitutes all ready to go. Once again, hop on. Hump and Go also has pay at the hump service, too. On the headboard, you'll see a little slot for your credit card. Once you're done, just slide the card in and you're ready to go. It's the all-new Hump and Go, the fastest thing in town. 130 at 560 WQM. By the way, Tom Jicka's got a, a column a day after uh, Terry Jackson had it in the uh, Herald, but nevertheless got a column about the uh, false sweeps on TV, the local Nielsen ratings. 
Guess what show is number one at four o'clock, George? No Christina. speaking English. What is it? Christina. Christina, correct. Christina on Channel 23 holds her lead on all comers, including the once unbeatable Oprah. Now Judge Judy also beats out Oprah, thank God, and et cetera and so on, which is part of the reason why Channel uh, 5 p.m. Eyewitness News has slipped badly. Rosie O'Donnell on WTVJ is a non-factor with less than half the rating of either Oprah or Judge Judy. So evidently, uh, they're not getting ratings by the pound. That must be it. But Christina is number one at 4 o'clock of all stations, that is, on Channel 23, no speaking English. Wow. We're sure learning a lot from Quebec, aren't we? No. Where are we going? Let's go to uh, Delray Beach. Hello. Delray Beach. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. Um, I'm going to be... Uh... Someone that listens to you a lot, kind of a long-time listener. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife called in earlier today. She was just trying to ask you, uh, like, a question about, um, like, the sales department, why they weren't calling back and everything. Right. How come you had to, uh, you know, call that name at the end? Why couldn't you just, uh, I mean, all she's trying to do is just... Uh, it, was, it was a joke. Okay. Has your wife got a sense of humor? Nah, she not, was talking nah, about giving guys really. massages nah, or something. You know what yeah. it is, Neil? Now, I mean, she's feeling like I gave her the phone... Um, and I had someone call her a name, and I said, listen, she doesn't really know. Call her a name? Yeah. What should I do? She what really is... wants to advertise with your you know, company and everything. She wants to be on your So why? Your but why are you stuff. both talking to me about this? I gave her the if name of the sales calls guy. calls from your place back to I us. gave her the name of the sales guy, and you're by, listen, I wouldn't take your spots if you paid me direct, okay? Get lost. How do you like that? They, 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 it's a uh, one-two uh, companion uh, attack here. You should call him a name. Yeah, asshole. That's right. He's an asshole. Oh, now he's going to be all upset. At least now she's going to feel better because she was only a what a hooker or something. He's an asshole. That's right. He's an asshole. Get out of here. Go bug somebody else. Go uh, put your spots on some other show, okay? Anybody that's uptight as the two of you are uh, wouldn't do your business anyway. All I'd have to do is make one, uh, you know, cute comment in the middle of the spot. Oh, why did you say that? Because I felt like an asshole. Get out of here. Like we're really hurting for, are we hurting for business in this play? Oh, uh -huh. yeah, we're dying for it. We got more spots than you can shake your uh, wand at. Open line in day one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. What a clown. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Why did you call my wife that name, Neil? Yeah. That was funny. Anyway, uh -huh. Did you hear Hulk Hogan putting his name in the hat? Yeah, okay, that's the asshole again. Although this time he's moved from Boynton Beach to uh, Pompano somewhere. Two open lines in Broward, one in Dade, five six seven zero. Oh, we told you, pal, go back to New York, okay? They miss you there badly. Don't they miss him? No. Well, maybe they will if they just realize he's gone. Just because they have so many people up there, they haven't uh, discovered he's gone yet. Go back to New York, sir, okay? You're everything that's wrong with New York and most of what's wrong with this town. Here's Stewart. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Hey, I don't get to listen to you too much up here. Um, but you know what? I know how much you dislike Wayne Huizinga. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you heard, last year, he's got his compound up in Palm City. Yeah. He took the whole road that, that leads to a, a separate city called Port St. Lucie mm -hmm. and moved it out of his way. It, he's an know, asshole. He is a total asshole. He's an asshole. He thought yeah. he could move, and nobody questioned it. They thought the county was doing it. Well, when well, Wayne wants his way, you don't mess with Wayne, okay? <laughs> he just goes in there and uh, bullies his way through, and... Uh, he's an asshole. That's right. And nobody noticed it until they had to connect a road, pave a road to it, and then he said, what the hell is this road not supposed to be here? He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? When you, when you were in, in Tampa, and, and you said they're all a bunch of idiots and don't know their ass from their elbow? Yeah. Well... 
Have you been to Fort Myers? They're worse. No, I, I drive real fast when I go through there. Oh, so we, we do have four people listening over there, so let's be nice to them. Have a great day, pal. Good luck to you. And, don't, and drive real fast, like I said. What was he saying about Wayne? He's an asshole. We have an open line in day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Why, well, I sure feel bad about calling that uh, guy's wife a name, don't I? No. And about calling him an asshole? No. I feel bad about that. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Now I understand why the sales department doesn't return their calls, by the way. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, you know, I can give you a good example of a half-empty football stadium. You talk about the Miami Orange Bowl. Every time I go to a Hurricane football game, I see... Oh, you, you go to Hurricane football games? Yeah. Okay, well, that explains it. Okay, two open lines a day, two in Broward, five six seven oh five sixty pound five. Well, he sounded like he was a few bricks short. He goes to U of M uh, football games. I mean, anybody with an IQ larger than their little toe knows that. Hurricane fucking blow. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I think we'll be doing music after the next break. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I hear you. Mr. Rogers, how are you doing? Great. Somebody called me to give you a call because you want to learn Dutch. Is that correct? I don't want to learn it. I mean, I've been in Amsterdam about a hundred times, and it's just a very difficult language. Well, yeah. You need to know something. Ask me. I'm a Dutchman. Ask you what? I thought you want to know some words. In other words, you're going to teach me Dutch on the air? <laughs> I know Dankewel. I know Asteblieft, uh, and uh, that's it. Those are my two words. That's all you need, right? That's all I need there, because they all speak English, and they all uh, communicate very well. Uh, uh, Neil, Even where do final. you stay in Amsterdam, if you're there? Where do I stay? Uh -huh. Usually in a hotel. Yeah, which one? Which one? Why, are you writing a book? No, no, no. I've stayed in all the hotels there. I stay in the Barbizon Palace, the Krasnopolsky. I've stayed in the Swiss Hotel. I've stayed in uh, dozens of hotels there, all kinds you, of places. You like the Krasnopolsky? Yeah, it's, uh, they got well, a new... Well, it's convenient, but, uh, yeah. you know... But what? Uh, it's not a great hotel. It's not? They got a no. new wing there. It's the most modern hotel in Amsterdam. That's not so, Mr. Rogers. Don't give me that. But if Can you I, want to, if well, you want to be in a good say. hotel, go to the Okura. That's the best. In they Amsterdam. have an executive uh, uh, wing that is brand new. I know. Behind the Bayakorov, correct? Behind the what? Behind the Bayakorov. The department you... store. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know when it was start. They were start building it, and uh, a couple and of have weeks. You, have you been in it? Of course, I've been in it. I know the Krasnopolsk. I right. know it for almost thirty-five years. Like I said, it's a dump. <laughs> but it's right on the dam. Uh, that's no. It's very convenient. But you like Amsterdam? I, no, I don't like Amsterdam. I love Amsterdam. That's correct. What's not to like? Correct. Well, I'm moving there back a couple of, uh, maybe in February. By the way, Neil, did you see a TV game on Sunday about uh, the Cold War in Cuba, between Cuba and the U.S.? Yes, on CNN, yes. And uh, what do you think about it? What do, because, I, what do I think about what? That was 38 years ago. What do I think yeah, about what? No, because they, uh, you I know, don't think about it. No, because... I think about my next trip to Amsterdam. I don't think about uh, Castro and, uh, and Kennedy. Uh, the, you know, Kennedy's dead and Castro ought to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, well listen, hasta blieft, and I'll see you on the uh, Damrak. I'll be on the same Martin Air flight back to Amsterdam. On the same flight as what? As you. <laughs> okay. The same flight as me? Yeah, as you. Meaning what? You, on your next flight to Amsterdam on Martin Air, yeah. I'll be there and I'll, I'll sit one row before you in business class. Okay? How do you know that? <laughs> I'll tell you. Watch. I'll, I'll come and see you. Great. I can't wait. We'll have a good flight. Bye-bye. Okay. Whatever he says. Okay, we have two open lines in day two in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 21 till 2 at QAM. Hi, this is T. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. 
Stalker to me. Yeah, I'm going to be sitting on the same flight one seat away, and you're next to, uh, yeah, right, okay. 145 at 560 WQAM. We have an open line in Broward, two in Dade. Everybody's a Yenta. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, I just called to see if you got my song I sent you. This is Tim Sims. I sent you the one. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, Tim. I've oh, okay. I was, just, I was just checking to see if you had a chance to get to it yet. I got it. All right. Well, I'm sure you'd appreciate it. Okay. Okay, buddy? I'll listen to it tomorrow. All right. If you can give me some airtime, I'd appreciate it. Okay, Tim. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Open line in Broward, two and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Raiding the casino, the uh, cruise ships, baby. Confiscating slot machines and uh, blackjack tables. Having big media staged events for the TV cameras and everybody else in the media. Bobby Butterworth and uh, Ken Jenny, baby. Never met a slot machine they weren't terrified of. No. Here's Palm Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy holidays. And same to you. Two points. Uh, the guy there with his wife. Yeah. Oh, God, listening to him and, and her. And he, they wonder why our sales department won't return their phone calls, assuming that they actually really are making any? Terrible to call you on the air to ask you that. Of course. We all know what she was trying to sell. So, hey, buddy, send some pics. I'll buy them. So maybe I was right. Maybe she is a hooker. <laughs> maybe this guy is her pimp. It's a lot of pics. Neil, about five He's months He's an asshole. Old. Yeah. You had an old Latin lady call your station, and I was on the road delivering the mail. You delivered her about 60 OKs in all different languages and ways. Right. That drove me off the road. You never use OK anymore. I'd like for you to use it some more often. It's okay. Thank you. Okay. Have, have a, a shameless request? Okay. 50 ways to eat your lover? Okay. 
Bye. That, that's not what it's called, sir. It's called 50 Ways to Eat a Lobster. You better get it right or we're going to be in big trouble over here. Two open lines in Broward, one in Dade County. Speak now or hold it forever. We got Hank from uh, Shula Steak 2 coming up at 2 o'clock. We got uh, Josh and uh, Frash and uh, whoever the hell it is. So in the banking we've got a bunch of five-year-old kids at 6 o'clock to kill a half hour, and they work real cheap. Then at 6.30, we've got the pregame with Geldy, and we've got the Panthers and the Sabres tonight, 7 o'clock. All right. Oh! That should be really uh, something. Here's Dave the Cop, who's a real chronic pain in the ass. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Well, I'm on vacation. I'm headed up to Maine in a couple of days. Well, if I were on vacation, I wouldn't be sitting around calling a talk show. You know what I'm saying? With all due respect, Dave. Well, do you have any respect? No. Hey, well, there you go. Hey, what, I'm glad that ordinance passed yesterday, but uh, what really frosts my ass were these uh, churches bringing down loads of people in the congregation who weren't even American citizens uh-huh. trying to curb somebody else's right. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. We have a lot of other people from banana boat countries who have no concept of what freedom is all about or the Constitution or anything that has to do with the liberty, and these people are coming here trying to discriminate against others. You're excellent point. You know, they, they need to worry about the Marxists that the Venezuelan voters are going to freely elect in a couple days yeah. and, and stop infringing on our rights. And a real quick story I, I stopped a guy yesterday uh a couple days ago i mean uh and it wasn't for a ticket or anything it was just a problem he had with the car i needed him to correct it he had one of them fish on the back of it yeah but as i got closer this one said gefilte in the middle i love it and uh he's got, he gave me the uh order form because he just purchased it and he had a spare order form so i'm going to get a few and pass them around beautiful and uh in in light of yesterday's ordinance passing speaking in freeway or god okay all right see you dave have a good time in maine and uh don't call us when you come i mean call us when you come back Open line of Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It's 11 before 2 at QAM. Give South Florida a major blowjob. All right. The problem is all inside, I bet she said to me. But the answer is easy if you practice orally. You must enhance your foreplay cunnilingually. There must be 50 ways to eat your lover. 50 ways to eat your lover. Lie flat on the back, Jack. Go down on a clam sail. Use a vibrating toy, Roy. Just listen to me. Hit the alphabet, shit. Don't get your mouth out of suit with more capital T. To satisfy me. I said I treat that act with the utmost disdain. To go south with the mouth, I'm sorry, I refrain. But if you insist, then would you please explain about the 50 ways to eat your lover? All right. 50 ways to eat your lover. Okay. Just kiss on the trim, Jim. Fuck her up on a BC. Eat a piece of that pie, guy. Now listen to me. <laughs> Dial on a muffin up. Just give it enough touch. More capital T. To satisfy me. If I'm going to suck on something, it's not going to be an oyster.